niggas saw it, now niggas talking Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking Welcome to niggas watching, niggas saw it, now niggas talking We are back. Niggas. We are back. Niggas are back. Uh, yeah. Almost accidentally started the podcast. Um, right. We <laughs> almost had a pre-podcast episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you all for coming back to Niggas Watching episode Absolutely. 16. 16. Um, 16 shows in. 16 episodes in. Sweet 16. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. Do you remember that show? I do. Remember Tayana Taylor was on it? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do that real quick. Uh, if you could be... I guess of of all of the Sweet Sixteen episodes, what's your I guess what's your favorite episode? If you, I would the say the Tiana Taylor one. That's the only one I really. That's remember. the only one you really remember. Yeah, all the other ones was just because um, I was about this. I was actually about to go like, what would be the episode that you wish you could had have had for your Sweet Sixteen episode? You know, your own Sweet Sixteen. But I don't if the Tiana Taylor like, episode is is your favorite episode. I'm yeah, sure yeah, that yeah. that's the only one I really remember. I would have to actually watch. I guess this year, mm. but I'm not gonna watch it now. I'm it's a, a lot of man. it's a lot of those episodes. That's the Obviously, I think probably the most popular one. But that has to be right, like, yeah, because it's Tiana Taylor. She's the most visible one still yeah. that we can see today. Um, but there, I mean, Diddy. I think I want to say uh, 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 Quincy Diddy's son had one. I remember that one. Okay. Uh, I think fucking Master P had one for Romeo. If I'm not mistaken. really, yeah, it was. Yo, shout out Master P and Romeo. Shout, shout out. You remember P. the Romeo show? I do remember the Romeo show. It's the Romeo. It's the Romeo. Bro, Nickelodeon. Had those had that that run of oh, shows. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I had know that we, run I, of shows. I know we got a topic list. I know we okay. got stuff we got to get no, into. Let's get, okay, but real fast, mm-hmm. off the off off the top of your head, don't okay. even think about it. Yeah, best Nickelodeon show, Kenny and the Kill. It's a good. Answer. Hold on, like, uh, like, like, uh, not animated, right? Either way, because either way, if you're doing if you're doing live action, let's do live action and do animated. You okay, gotta give li- me two live oh. action, animated, animated SpongeBob SquarePants. Ooh, yes. Now we taking SpongeBob SquarePants over uh, Rugrats. Yes, love Rugrats, love SpongeBob more. Over Fairly Odd Parents. Yes. Who's who's still around? Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, it's still around. Mm-hmm. It's still. Around. I mean, Simpsons is still around. Simpsons though. is still around, and that's sure. that. We can say that it dipped in quality. It, uh, yeah, you yeah, can, it did in sure. quality. You can say um, it, but you taking SpongeBob. SpongeBob, I'm taking SpongeBob, SpongeBob is Nickelodeon's greatest, greatest animated, animated show of all time. Yes, ooh, Ren and Stimpy was fire too. Angry Beavers underrated. Um, Rocket Power was one of my Rocket favorites. Power was fire. I, mean, I Doug, see, I have ooh, Doug is Doug. one of those shows. Right, I'm gonna that say I have is, like mixed feelings about. I was gonna say Doug. I don't know if Doug didn't age well or if I just liked it more as a kid. See, Rugrats, I'll see either clips or like I, you know, I have a daughter, so I might mm-hmm. watch an episode with her. And I'm like, Rugrats still holds up, For even sure. all grown up like that. The uh, when they grew uh, up, they, yep, right, that right, one holds right. up. Yep. <sighs> Doug don't really hold up. Yeah, Doug don't. Doug don't. Mm-hmm. It don't really hit the same. It don't really hit the same. It don't. And I know. And hey, Arnold, that's another. Hey, Arnold was a fire one. one. I think actually, like not that long ago, it just had like its twenty. 
60 year anniversary or really? something like that from the Damn, first episode. Shout out to Hey Arnold. Shout out to Hey Arnold. Right, I'm, I'm going to do mine. Uh, you said Keenan and Kel. I mean, Keenan and Kel is low key mine. Keenan and Kel still hold up. Yeah. It does. I mean, I'll, I just rewatched the uh, screw and the tuna shit. <laughs> I dropped the screw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bro. Top oh, yeah. five comedy moment all time. For um, sure. I'm a, I might have to say Fairly Odd Parents, bro. I'm not even gonna hold you, bro. Animated Fairly Odd Parents. Animated. I like I like SpongeBob. It's it's kind of neck and neck for me, but Fairly Odd Parents was really that shit. I have to give it to SpongeBob, bro. It has the edge that it Fairly does. Odd Parents doesn't have. Ah, it it kind of it has does, that edge, bro. As the adult edge. Yeah, that, bro. There's. I mean, so Fairly Odd Parents kind of has a little bit of that, but SpongeBob sure. SpongeBob was able to tap into yeah, that shit. I, wasn't SpongeBob actually supposed to be an adult? I think it was. Was to it be an adult show? Yeah. Fact check that for us, man. I think, um, I think it was supposed to be a, an adult show. I could kind of see that. I could kind of see that, show. man. SpongeBob, SpongeBob, ah, man, they they really killed it with it. And um, so you know, obviously, uh, rest in peace to the creator. I think he yeah. died a few years back. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but SpongeBob was really SpongeBob had a weird way of like doing. <laughs> it, it's like. It's like shit that you would think like, okay, that, I only laughed at that because I was a kid, and then you rewatch episode, and you're like. Like to this day, I still watch that Christmas episode. I can't even hold yeah. you. Yeah, yep. yeah, like that's and the, uh, the, the episode pie episode. They, yeah, the episode when they cussing too. Oh, yeah. that's a funny ass episode. That's a funny. I think ass that's episode. probably my favorite episode. Or yeah, whenever him and Squidward walking through the through the sand desert. Oh my god, bro! Yeah, so for the fucking pizza, the pizza, Chris Crab pizza. Oh, bro, a hashling and slasher. <laughs> Hashlinging slasher. Yeah, that was a good episode. Uh, uh, the one whenever uh he was. Getting teased because his grandma kept giving him kisses and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, see, SpongeBob has the edge, bro. That's why I have to give uh give that to uh that show as the greatest animated series on, on no, no Rocco's Modern Life. I liked Rocco's. Rocco's Modern Life was fire. I liked Rocco's. Great theme song. Yes, for Great sure. Great theme song. But SpongeBob, bro, is SpongeBob just hard to be. SpongeBob is pretty fire. It's hard to be. You gonna throw Drake and Josh up there? Live action? Yes. Live action. Okay, that's up there. Mm. That was a fire one. Um, after after Keenan and Kill, I would probably go to. Yeah, I, I, honestly, Drake and Josh is like my second most really probably, or my second or third. I, for all me, that, it's Keenan and Kill and all that. All that literally is those two back to back, and then Drake. Keenan and, and Kill is my most watched live action show. In I like, mean, I, still on Paramount Plus, niggas. Is oh still yeah, streaming. bro, I was running it up when uh, niggas was talking about oh it's on Netflix. We gonna watch? I'm like, y'all niggas is yeah, late. Been, been been watching that shit, but I watched a lot of Drake and Josh, bro. Like a lot of those episodes, you know, even just watching them on streamers favorites. I yeah, Jake and Josh just, is fire. Jake yeah. and Josh is fire. really even good. Even though concept. they didn't like each other, that much. they did not fuck with each other at all. Um, <laughs> and I mean, look, Dre, uh, Josh Peck is about to be in a Chris Nolan movie, and Drake he's is coming. He's an Oppenheimer. He's an Oppenheimer. Oh wow! And uh, Drake Bell's in Mexico hiding from some charges. So yeah, I bet see that. Uh, that should tell you. <laughs> I should tell you. And shout out to Josh Peck. I met him once. He's a really, really cool, really nice guy. Yeah, really cool, really nice guy. What I love the most about Drake and Josh is is just the fact, well, anytime Josh was at work and everything just pretty much went to shit whenever yeah. he was at work. Yeah. Like, working at that movie theater, bro, it was he never had, like, a shift that was just... <laughs> I mean, outside of, like, Josh getting a girl and shit, he never really had nothing, nothing. good going. Nothing. But, I mean, you know, it made for good comedy. That's true. And I, I thought it was dope when he lost weight, too, and they didn't... They didn't Make it like they a whole big, a big thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just made it like you know, it's kind of a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to them, niggas, bro. Shout out to, shout out to Nickelodeon for sure. For shout sure. out to Nickelodeon. Can't shout Nickelodeon out for a lot of things, <laughs> cannot, cannot. Can- also, 
There's a certain producer that worked on a few of them shows that we just named that we don't, Dan Schneider, we don't need to shout him out we for We don't nothing. ever need to shout him out you know for I mean? anything. Did have to put him on Front Street, though, you know what I mean? Just to let y'all know, uh, get that nigga out the paint if Al, he's not already out the paint. That part, that um, part. Hilarious challenge, tangent that we just went on, but... <laughs> 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 no, for sure. But, uh, um... To open, yeah. I did have a question. Let's get into it. Did have a question. Um, okay. This is going to damn near be like a viewer requested episode <laughs> for a variety of reasons. But I, I did have a viewer requested topic. Okay. Uh, shout out to the homie Bumai uh, out in New York right now. He mm. did want to know what our best and worst horror movie is. Because, you know, spooky season right now. Spooky season is here. My favorite season. Yeah, this your season. This your season. That's oh the only my God, season. I made my when dick I, hard. Oh, my Whoa. God. Oh, my God. How do we get here, coach? How do we get here? <laughs> All right, so thanks for listening to the show. Uh, you can find me. At- <laughs> uh, nah, nah, nah. Uh, so yeah, he asked our best and worst horror movie. Best oh. and worst horror movie. I'll go first because I, I know, you know you know you the horror. Jesus Christ! I'm like, oh my god, let me get to digging. What? Like digging into my digging, brain. digging, D I G G. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was. <laughs> Got to make that clear when it comes to horror. <laughs> Got to make that very well, go clear. Go ahead. Uh, so my best. I mean, even I don't really consider it a horror movie. Get Out, obviously, is my best horror, horror movie. That's yeah, it's still horror. Uh, yeah. If not Get Out, if you're not considering that, I think It Follows is really, really good. It's really good. Um, it's funny that you say It Follows. That's why. Keep going. Okay, okay. Uh, my worst, probably like Freddy versus Jason. That was shitty. Jason was X was shitty. Bad Freddy versus Jason Oh, Jason was X was bad. Jason really, all them bad. early 2000s Freddy and Jason movies was like... Halloween Resurrection right off up in there. Man. Y'all niggas know about I gave it. a yeah. full in-depth. Man. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that just wasn't it. Uh, yeah, I'd probably put those two up there, bro. Like, I, I'm... I'm I really didn't like even as a kid when I didn't fuck a horror movies I was like peer pressured mm-hmm. into watching it I came away from it I was like that's not time I'm ever gonna get back I'm too young mm-hmm. to be feeling like I wasted this type of time yeah like it, those those are some bad movies but on the flip side you know Get Out fucking fire Get Out is one of my favorite films in general in general in general yeah um, my best horror film see this is a loaded question because mm-hmm. horror has so many layers as all Film genres, the you know, you Absolutely. got supernatural, you got fucking, you know, uh, 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 psychological. You got all yeah. of these different subgenres. Yeah. Um. But if I had to give it to, like, the best horror film of all time, I would go. Oof. Man, that's a tough question because I want to give it to Halloween because I'm I'm biased to that. That's your franchise like, favorite already. film series. That's my favorite horror. I know you want to give it to Scream. Uh, that would be second. Yeah, I know um, you want to give it to Scream. You know, Rosemary's Baby is one of my is probably one of the scariest films I've ever seen, still to this day. Um, and those films like that, bro, are usually the ones I rank the highest. High. Because they 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 nailed it. They got yeah, exactly. They got you. Yeah, they got yeah. It. They hit the they hit the nail on the head. Hit the nail on <laughs> Something the head. that fifty years later, Rosemary's Baby came. Rosemary's Baby came out in nineteen sixty something, the mid sixties. So fifty years ago. Okay. Six, yeah, fifty years ago. 50 yeah, I'm, some I'm not years the best ago. at math. Don't. <laughs> um, fifty plus years ago, put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, and still to this day, it's like um one of those films, bro. Like when I watch it, I still get like creeped out and yeah. I know exactly what's about to happen yeah you still get creeped out from the yeah just like Tales from the Hood just like uh, uh, um, 
fucking uh, Silence of the Lambs. Mm. That's one. Of them. But that movie didn't psychological. It, it did psychological. It didn't scare me. It didn't scare it didn't, you, but it but it, it, it kind of creeped me out. Yeah, it, it fucks with you. It fucks yeah. with you. Just like I mean, you could kind of say that about Get Out. Were you really yeah. scared? I definitely wasn't scared during Get Out. But you, I wasn't scared for anything happened on the screen. It was more so for whatever possibilities. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn, if I was in a situation, which right. I wouldn't be, but if for I sure. was, you know, like how far south the shit can go. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, the scariest moment was the very end of Get Out when it looked like that cop car pulled out. Oh, nigga, it wasn't. Yeah. It? And if the original ending would have kept, I'd have been like, this is like the you, scariest let's, movie ever. Let's, let's, talk, let's touch on that just real quick. Yeah. What would you prefer? The ending that Jordan Peele used, the theatrical release ending, or would you prefer the alternate ending? Uh, well, it's okay. So I don't, Go I don't ahead. really fuck with horror movies. So I, I prefer the theatrical release ending because I'm like, I, I left this movie with the actual enjoyment of it. I think if it would have had the original ending, I still would have liked the movie a lot. But I would have been of the mindset like, okay, I don't know if it would have still been in my top because mm, just the, I wouldn't okay. have necessarily been able to rewatch it just knowing what's coming up. You That's know true. what I'm saying? No, I feel it. Uh, with the with the um. Theatrical ending, I'm like, I can rewatch this movie a million times. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, this is what you he originally want. wrote the other ending for it, and then bro, he went back and bro, they that's the movie everybody signed on to film. That's the movie they actually filmed. Like, they filmed it with that original ending, and like maybe six or seven months before it dropped, they were kind of like, they watched, watched the test screenings, and they were like, ah, you know what? Maybe we can, maybe we could switch it up a little bit. Um, and they chose to, which I'm, I'm happier I'm for. Glad they did. Yeah, I'm happier for. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what about you? Which which one? I guess you prefer the theatrical ending, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I like the fact that um, that our, our our protagonist, you know, made it out of that bitch. You know, I didn't want him to, you know, we all. I think that was some something that we all were thinking. Like, it's just a matter of time before the cops yeah. show up. You yeah. Know what I mean, it, it was it was all it was all in the back of our minds. You know, it was in the back of all of our minds. Excuse me. Uh, so seeing you know the the ending that they chose was like a relief. For sure. Yes. Um, yes. Knowing that you know we were able to see him and uh, Little Real drive off into the sun night. I mean, not to the sun night. Not sun night. <laughs> into the night. Into the moonlight. Into the moonlight. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about high. Am I always high on here? Man. I definitely am. But anywho, it's okay. Um, there you. Yeah. I'm. It. I'm. I'm hundred percent. Um. So I was. I was sold on the original. Okay. Ending. Now the the alternate ending, the original, with the, the original, the real original. Yeah, ending, yeah. Yeah. I was. I'm saying I was sold on the theatrical. Ending the most, yeah. But the actual ending that they were going to use at first, oh, that would have added another layer of of spookiness, creepiness to the film on top of like just everything that we had already seen leading up to that. Yeah. To that, but I agree with you. It would have, you know, took a lot of the replay value away. I think so. Yeah. You know, you would have made it tough. It yeah, would have made, it, made it harder, a harder rewatch. So yeah. even and even though Get Out Now is still not something that I just sit and rewatch all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's not, but I'll say as but, is. I've I've rewatched it. A, a, I have it on sure. Blu-ray. I've watched it. I own a it. Shit, exactly. ton of times. Watched exactly. the director's commentary. Exactly. All the leader scenes, etc. Like, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think without it, I probably probably wouldn't have. But um, but get into uh your worst horror film. Shit. Um, besides the ones that I've said on these on this many of our episodes before, man, which Halloween, um, Halloween H2O. two, Rob Zombie. Oh, Halloween two, Rob Halloween Zombie. Halloween two, Rob Zombie is actually probably still the worst horror film I've ever Golly. seen. But anywho, um, H two O, I didn't hate. Okay. I just hated how you hated that. You hated that. I keep I keep thinking you hate it just because yeah. of the rant, but that's not true. You didn't no, actually hate the I movie. I didn't hate H two O at all. Yeah, you just hated. L-O-J's I hated, I hated how what he did that led us to resurrection. Yeah. <laughs> 
Resurrection, like, which you actually hate. Lex Resurrection, I do not like. But it's crazy because when both of them, you know, especially during this time, you know, it's spooky season. AMC has been running fucking the Fear Fest since October 1. And they'll run it into October 31. That's how AMC does. Shout That's out how they AMC. run it. That's how they run it. Shout um, out AMC. When, and, and the same whenever I was watching it on like, you know, regular TV or Pluto or something like that. When Resurrection comes on, you've seen me tweet about it. I'll still watch Resurrection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Halloween 2 zombies come on, when his comes on, I turn it yeah, off. Yeah, that nigga unplugged the TV. I want, I don't, it's, <laughs> not, it, it's, it's, it's really, it was honestly just a waste of a, of a Halloween entry mm. into the franchise. Like, and it's crazy because I, I didn't hate his 2007 when his, his first Halloween, I didn't necessarily hate it. Didn't like it that much. But I damn sure didn't hate it. I liked some of the some of the elements that he used in in Halloween 2007. He just dropped the ball in in, and, in and Halloween so, 2, 2009. Okay. So right, that's right. probably still up there for me, uh, along with like Silent Hill Reve- Revelation, which, which I said before. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking terrible. Which I so said bad. just the title alone makes me feel like this is not a good movie. Movie was so bad. I, I feel left like Silent the Hill was a video game though. They might have based that on. I the wouldn't video be surprised. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was it, but it was oh my god, it was bad. Like you know, I've said before, <laughs> nigga yeah. had to leave the theater. I don't do that with movies. If I buy it, even if I don't like it that much, I'll usually be able to sit through it. I, I don't think I've it. ever walked out of a theater for. I walked the fuck out. Oh of there. no, the only one I ever walked out of was Bicentennial Man when I was a little kid. Oh. Why, I was a why, little. Why, why, why I don't know. I just remember me and my mom, my brother, all sitting in the theater, and we're all like, me and my brother were like six and seven, maybe yeah. younger, and my mom, you know, obviously she's a grown adult. And all three of us were like, this, this is not it, bro. Whatever the fuck we was yeah. watching was like, this is not. We kept looking at my mom like, can we go? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And we dragged her to the movie. I almost felt bad. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you got another one outside of the ones that you've been already mentioned? Shit. I mean, you you nailed a lot of them, too. I'm like, damn, those were shitty films. Freddy versus Jason, Jason bad, X. Bro. Both horrible films. A lot, actually... <laughs> We when we talk about horror film franchises, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the when it comes to slasher, I'll put it slasher films. Okay. Um, you know, most of the time people compare, you know, the most iconic franchises, which are uh, Halloween, uh, the Freddy Nightmare on Elm Street film franchise. Yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. Scream, but Scream is out of all of those entries. Scream is the newer one that has the the least amount of films. You know, so it almost has an edge over everything else. Mm-hmm. I agree, um, but whenever we like talk about those films, you know, we oftentimes talk about you know the Michael, Freddy, Jason, and whenever I also think about those films, I think of the shitty films. Friday the Thirteenth has the most shitty films. shitty films of those franchises, without Damn. a doubt. That makes some sense. people actually might say it's Nightmare on Elm Street, but I think it's Friday the Thirteenth. They have the most. Like even though they're like you know those eighties like splatter films you know you, yeah you you'll watch it just cause yeah everybody's but getting hacked up but they're every terrible scene yeah they're just they're not awful. good movies I mean the joint where you went to Manhattan I think I seen bits yeah and Jason pieces takes up. Manhattan oh that's what it was yeah. called oh my Jason god. goes to hell was awful oh my god Jason X in space terrible <laughs> shitty movie. we just I, said that yeah I don't know who the fuck greenlit that one I don't that's a good question man <laughs> um. But yeah, man, it, it's there's those are the ones I can think of. Um, I've seen a lot of shitty B grade films, you know that are that are terrible. Yeah, like, you know that they're B grade films. They're really they're, not, they're damn near meant to be yeah, terrible. Pretty much like some some like 
of the not the first trimmers, but the trimmers three and four the, and all straight to VHS shit. joints, straight to VHS ones, shitty, um, the ones you you watched you know in syndication on like Man. sci-fi and shit. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't even rent it at Blockbuster. The only place you can get it is like nine sure. cents store. But man, yeah, uh, it's, we can keep on with this conversation, man. honestly. But um, it's it's just too many shitty horror horror films out there. But the one that I would probably say of all time that I can recall that I just despise it would be one of the first ones that I mentioned. That we we already we already talked that about. Already plenty talked episodes, about. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny that I, I I got into it before in the past. Yeah. And so this is a pre spooky <laughs> season. I'm, I wish we would have got that question. Yeah, right yeah, right. <laughs> but I mean, it, it bears repeating. Nigga. That's true. It does. Some of these motherfuckers bear repeating. Yeah, this, this, this might true. be somebody's first episode. They need to know. That's right. a shitty, shitty fucking horror movie. Very and bad. if it's your first episode, I appreciate you for listening. But speaking of Rob Zombie, you didn't. I don't know if you if you have because uh, I haven't yet. His monsters on Netflix. I no, I haven't yeah. seen it. I'll get. I'll I'll watch it. And all you niggas out there listening. I'll come back with a review. Yeah, he'll say he'll probably save you guys a watch, I'll or maybe probably, maybe he'll, who knows? Yeah, you might like it, and might it might like be something it. everybody needs to watch. This but is, uh, this is this is true. But while we're on the topic of Halloween shit, right? And you Actually, keep bringing up, but go, before go ahead. We, before you before you segue into that, you said best horror films of all time. Can we talk about what I think is probably the best horror film of this year alone? Is? Oh, let's talk about it just real quick. Yeah, Smile. I think Smile actually is. Probably the best one of this year. Really? Yeah, I think it has the edge over. Was nope. it Scream? Scream. Nope. A, it, yeah, Nope's a horror movie. Nope, nope's a horror this. film. Nope's a horror movie. Sci-fi yeah, horror. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it has the edge over all of those films and those other two films I did you mention? Scream twenty twenty two. Nope. Loved them. Yeah. Watched saw them multiple times in theaters. Yeah. Smile though, man. It might Smile, have that edge. That, that's the one. It might have an edge. I'll, I'll, I need to see it. I just, yeah. We'll talk about this movie a little bit later. But uh, I saw Amsterdam in theaters, and afterwards, I was like, "Damn, I wish I would have saw Smile." Mm, I wish you would have saw Smile too. Yeah, I wish I would have Smile. I was between that and, and Amsterdam and Smile, but I was like, "Oh, let me watch Amsterdam," and uh, I wish I, I saw Smile. I wish you would have too. Um, but it, it's okay because it still did 130 million dollars. Yeah, it didn't need it didn't need me pulling up. Yeah. <laughs> also, how, how much was the budget? Seventeen million dollars. Seventeen M's. And what did you think? You said that most of that budget is probably was used on the marketing. I think so because I didn't. I didn't know this movie existed until them motherfuckers was at the baseball game smiling. Well, you know, a, a, another thing that I did discover recently, I might have discovered it in the past, but I think it was in an article that I just read um, that Paramount was originally going to just put it on Paramount Plus. They weren't going to really? release it in theaters. What changed your mind? Fucking oh, screen testers, people who wow who, who really enjoyed it really liked it so they're like niggas had to go back to the drawing board like hmm maybe we put this bitch in theaters damn <laughs> and see what we make and these niggas got they, they made the budget back they made the budget some. back you gonna see some. a smile too which is I guess kind of the point because if you haven't seen the film out there I'm not you know go fucking see the movie yeah. it's really good um, you know I was asking Dave earlier uh, when we were having our pre-pod episode David. man that um, nigga hit records <laughs> so quick if you, I ain't um, never seen his hands move so fast. If you can, if you can deal with some gore, you know, some gore in there. But it's like it's not, it's not overkill. It's not okay. too much. I can do it as long as it's not overkill. It's not I, too I much. can't. I mean, I remember I was watching Candyman last year, and that's mm. not even like a really a gory movie. But like, I, I was like kind of wincing during certain parts. Mm. Oh, just shit. to let you know, some. yeah, that just let you that. know how much of a how scary I am when it comes to these movies. Jesus Christ, bro. But. Uh, I want to see the movie. Like it's getting a lot of great reviews. A lot bro. of great reviews, bro. I think of this year alone. So to for our uh, 
guy who asked us this, asked us the question about best horror films. I wanted to throw that one in there too because I think okay. that's probably that's, the that's best one, one of them. This year. That's one of them. Yeah. What you what, what's the rating? You know, uh, first out of ten, and then the uh, recommendation. Oh, I, uh, recommendation I, out of five. Oh, I would five five out of five. Five out of five to recommend. Okay, all right. Recommended. Um, I gave it a nine. Out of 10. Nine now, out of ten. Out. These, this is the only reason why I gave it a nine. I think that might be the highest rating you've done on the show so far. It might Outside be, of everything, everywhere, all at once. But that Which was, was free this show. Ten yeah, out of ten. Yeah. That you, was free this show. Right. But as long if as we've you, been doing a pod, if y'all needed a reminder, that's, ten out of ten. It's ten out of ten every time. But anywho, uh, yes, I, I gave that a nine. Um, I think I even went back on Letterboxd and changed it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, niggas get the random urge to go on that bitch and be like, actually, Sometimes let me you go and to. rewrite that whole review. But anywho, um, the only reason I didn't give it to, no, actually, I lie, y'all. I gave it an eight. The only reason uh-huh. I didn't give it like higher is because the premise of the film is very similar to the premise of a film that you mentioned earlier. It follows. Mm. has a, pre- a similar premise to The Ring. Like those films, those that, three films are kind of similar. Yeah, in plot and, and not really in plot, but just like the, the premise the is premise similar. Of yes, sir. But yes, how does how 100%. does that prevent it from getting the extra? Um, because I in a, in a sense you've kind of already seen these films done. Oh, okay. So it the thing that's preventing it from getting that nine is the originality. Yeah. You, you just want it a little bit uh, in the premise. In the premise, yeah. Because the film itself might have been the, fully yeah, original the, the film for obvious was, reasons. Yeah, the film yeah. was great. I think that was the only reason I didn't I didn't mm, like fucking rank it higher. Okay, all right, look. Sure. I mean But the fucking movie is is yeah. it's great. It sounds really like and it almost like an eight point five. I could, right. It's, it's yeah. really that probably more of. More of an eight point five. Yeah. Um ask me in a few months, I'll fuck around and probably say, nah, that was a perfect ten, boss. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I mean, we could do some re- like revisits we'll you know what I mean, later on, but okay. Yeah, no, but it, I five out of five recommended. Uh, a high eight, eight point five out of ten. Eight point five out of ten is a good score. It was, it was, it That's was great. I bro. mean, it's still like the highest outside of what's it called that mm-hmm. you didn't given it. Uh, or I think you might have gave Nope a little. I don't know. What I think I gave it? Nope like a like an eight. Probably okay. Gave that I too. think yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I gotta fuck with it. For I gotta sure. fuck with it, bro. Check that out. Damn. All right, but I mean, while we on the topic of like rating horror movies and mm-hmm. horror movies that we've seen, yeah, I saw Halloween ends Ooh. last night actually. Uh, Do tell. I so I'll, I'll preface this by saying I don't know if I said this on the pod, but I know I tweeted this that I actually like that new Halloween series. I'm not big on gore or even horror movies, but I liked um, was it 2018 Halloween? Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked Halloween Kills. I didn't think it was as good as the first one. But I thought it was a str- I thought it was a pretty strong sequel. Strong sequel. Um, this one I was a little bit, and eh, about it wasn't as bad as people made it seem. People were making it seem like this was legit the worst movie to ever come out in history. <laughs> yeah. Which I was like, oh, which, I don't, have you niggas not seen Resurrection and Halloween Two man, and all these other ones? Halloween Six, bro. There's there's more than a few. Um, I I we'll we'll get into this, but I went and looked up all the different Halloween movies and just read a little synopsis of them, and I was like, bro, how how did niggas even go to the theater for this one? Like, I, I couldn't even mm-hmm. watch a trailer for this and want to go to it, even if I fucked with the shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I think, I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen a movie right. already, you know, go see it, hopefully. See, but yeah. um, It's on Peacock if you don't want to go to the theater. Yeah, if you don't right want to go to the theater, it's on Peacock. That's where I watch it. Um, I think the premise, 
the premise kind of fucked with it. Like, I understood what they were trying to do. Like, they were trying to do a movie. The, the series is really about trauma and the response to trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, like, how you, respond, how you respond to it when it directly affects you and how you respond to it when it indirectly affects you. Like, how somebody's trauma can affect, like, a family or whatever, or even a town. In the t- right, the town. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the third movie was trying to bring a close to that, but they mm-hmm. kind of forced the plot a little bit. Mm-hmm. There were certain things that happened in the movie that I'm like, like, why is this necessarily happening? Like, the way it started was really good. I mm-hmm. thought the way it started was like, I was Very like, strong. super, that was the best part of the movie. Yeah. Like, I was like, the way it started, I was like, oh, wow, like, we about to get into some shit. I don't know how niggas hate this. But then as you kind of go throughout the plot, it's a lot of shit that's happening. Like, they kind of fucked with their own logic. Like, they kind of... Like, they own movie logic that happened in earlier films. It's like, okay, if this happened in an earlier film, why are we seeing shit like this? Like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, couldn't nobody take down Michael Myers and however many movies and this little ass kid just do it. Yeah, um, his ass. Kind beat, of. Kind of, but pretty much beat the brakes off him. And then the whole little final battle didn't really feel earned. Like, Michael Myers hadn't did shit to Laurie Strode the whole movie, and, like, all of a sudden, he ends up in a crib, and, like, the fight just didn't feel really... I didn't really feel it. Um, I felt like it could have been a bit stronger. I felt like... I liked... So, I liked the fact that they're bringing her family, or they tried to bring her family into it. Mm -hmm. I just wish there was a more organic way it could have been done. Like, there was a few parts where I'm like, all right, you get what it is. Um, You know, like, how your grandma is, like, why she's acting this way, and you're kind of acting like she doesn't have a good reason to act this way. Um. Yeah, it, it just it, it was a lot of shit in it that I was like, eh. mm-hmm. even the one thing that really fucked with me. This is just a regular. This not really too much to do with the movie. I understand kind of why they did it, but yeah. one thing I fucked with me is like that little group of friends, high school kids. I was like the little black girl. Oh yeah. I was like the little black girl would be the voice of reason, or the black the teenage black girl would be the voice of reason, mm-hmm. not really going around with these like three white kids terrorizing these motherfuckers. Niggas like, in the band, bro. Niggas in the band and they're bullies. Like right, eh. mm-hmm. especially behind them not getting beers. Look, I won't snitch on myself and say what I was trying to get older people to do in high school, but I promise you, if niggas said no to us outside of a Seven Eleven, we wasn't fucking. Y'all wasn't finna go like be be try to beat, beat his ass, bro. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. yeah so that shit, I felt like was a little. It, it was a lot of shit in the movie that felt a little forced. Um, and I felt like it could have been a stronger end to what was like already a really good series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, what it kind of reminded me of was like the remade Star Wars series, like the most recent sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Where it was like the first one was cool, the sequel was pretty decent, and the sequel took place like directly after the first one. Mm-hmm. So it was like you could watch both of the two back to back, and it's like perfect. And then when you got to the third one, it was like, all right, now you guys are trying to close a whole nine film series in like the span of two hours, doing shit that we didn't really see in the last two movies. When you guys should have just been well focusing on closing this particular I series. Um, and I, I feel it. like that's that's kind of what we got with Halloween ends, personally, personally. Um, but what you think fair. of it? Um, I enjoyed it, bro. <laughs> I mean, we know you enjoyed it. Um, I've one saw it in IMAX, so I think I might have liked it a little better if I saw yeah, it. Yeah, I think that gave it a. I think that gave it a little bit more of a of a appeal for me. Okay. Um, because even when I saw the previews for it at first, and I saw that it was going to be an IMAX this year, I'm like, oh, I'm not seeing this film any other way. Yeah. The first time, at least, you know, I can go watch it on Peacock now. You, and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but the first time, I I, I vowed. To watch it in IMAX and I did just that and I enjoyed it bro um at first you know and, and this is coming from someone you know at between the both of us I'm way more invested in, in the Halloween film of franchise course. than you of course uh so 
coming off of, of knowing how a lot of other Halloween films were. <laughs> this is like a marked improvement. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this one is a lot better <laughs> for yeah. sure. And like you said, you know, I, a lot of valid points because I do wish there were more Laurie Strode and Michael Myers uh, scenes in it. Yes. I think that was like one of my biggest, um, yeah, I guess, gripes about the film. It's like, damn, this is Laurie Strode and Michael Myers. 44 years later. Yeah. Like, we're putting an end to, you know, quote-unquote end. Yeah. To a, to a, to a trilogy, you know, to a franchise or whatever. You know, it has to be a stronger way for these two main characters, main protagonists and, and antagonists to, like, actually finish their story together. Um, I do... <laughs> I appreciate them finally, like, actually getting him out the paint. You know, you know what I mean? Like, no... You, it was pretty much left no room for you to even... Wonder if Michael Myers was gonna come back. Yeah, like, no there's fucking no, ways. There's no, no, there's no sequel here. There's none of that. So I do appreciate for them actually putting a true end to the Laurie Strode and yes. Michael Myers uh, saga, uh, essentially yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I just wish it was more of. I wish it was more. I think everybody says that. I wish it was more Michael in I the film. Think so. Yeah. Um, even though he's there. The whole film, and like you said, you know how you know the after effects of you know a trauma from a per a person, how it's projected on their family, yeah. and how that can affect an entire town, an entire yeah. community. Yeah, I wish there was a bit more of that too. Yeah, so he was definitely there, even though you didn't, we didn't see him in physically in a lot of scene in a lot of scenes. But I that was my biggest gripe about the film. But other than that, I enjoyed it, bro. I enjoyed okay. it what it was. I'm not going to see a Halloween film expecting it to be some goddamn. Oh shit! Y'all niggas better watch out for this in Oscar season. Type yeah, shit. yeah. I'm yeah. going to see a, a slasher film, and I'm going to just enjoy a, a, a good time at the theater. I mean, like, that's that's, that's essentially and that's what, what Halloween's it's for. are for. Yeah, yeah you know, that's what it's for. It's a it's a seasonal film franchise. It comes around during a particular season. Yeah, all of the time. So I'm not going there like you know, even though it is during you know the times where other films that are coming out can receive critical acclaim and lead them to Oscar hope, you know, all of that shit. But I'm not, whatever. Yeah, but but I'm not doing that for no Halloween. From you know, I'm not. Yeah, that I mean, being honest, the Halloween they would have to drop a really good Halloween movie. And I don't. I'm not saying that that couldn't happen because it. For I sure mean, could. it definitely could. I mean, anything can happen. Yeah. But um, I'll I'll say it's probably a little bit harder in a franchise where Absolutely. you have so many clunkers, where you have clunk. Like for yeah, sure. so like it's, um, yeah, it's probably a little bit harder. No, but I mean, I I, I really enjoyed it. I haven't rewatched it just yet. I'll probably rewatch it this weekend. Okay. Um, but uh, and I'll probably actually have a, a a different, not really a different take, but I'll have maybe more to say. Okay. Because I have will have rewatched it from the comfort of my own home, so I get a little bit more comfortable, you know, and, you know, really get into the film. Uh, even I was into it in IMAX. Don't get me wrong. Because niggas was locked and loaded. It's, it's hard in IMAX. not to be into something in IMAX. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I enjoyed it. Seven out of ten for me. I gave it a seven. Seven out of ten. Yeah, wow. I liked it better than Kills. A little. Like, don't really? Get me wrong. Yeah, I think Kills. Kills is good. Like you said, a very, very solid follow up to 2018, which was is the best one of the three. Yes. Just like Halloween 1978 is the best one of the franchise. Yeah. Um, I don't think many people would ever argue that. <laughs> I'd be surprised if anybody did. Um, I want to know what what the best is if it ain't that. if it ain't that one, right? Um, but um, of the three, um, I enjoyed it more than Halloween Kills, bro. Okay, just a, just a, just a smidge, not a whole lot, but I definitely enjoyed it more than three. Now, so if I had to rank them, of course, I would probably rank it exactly like that: mm. Halloween twenty eighteen, Halloween ends, and Halloween uh, Kills. 
Okay. And another reason why I like the film or I like ends, we're talking about ends here, um, is how <clears throat> the director has, you know, really, even though he retconned <laughs> Halloween 2 from 1981 and Halloween 3, even though that really had He literally, to do with, it was the Halloween 2018 is a sequel to the first one, if I'm not mistaken. Direct sequel okay, to so the first everything one. that came in between that does not count. Yeah, it doesn't, for all it doesn't and count purposes. at all. Um, so, but seeing how he was still kind of paying homage to to those two films in in his own way, because Halloween three from nineteen eighty two three somewhere around there, and Halloween ends are both have both proven to be pretty divisive in the Halloween community. Okay, the first Halloween oh, Halloween three people didn't like it because Myers was not in the film. Okay, he was only in the film. As a um, as a character in like the in the and uh, uh, there's a specific scene in the film where they're at, like a bar and you hear a commercial uh, talking about John Carpenter's Halloween. Okay, so that's the only time you actually hear anything about that's Michael Myers. Yeah, he's not actually in the in film. The film at all. Like, yeah, he's not even like a part of the story at oh. all. Mm. Um, so that was extremely divisive during that time. People were already hooked on. Halloween and Halloween too. It's like there's a reason we're coming to see Halloween. It's a we want to see Michael Myers slash. But John up. Carpenter wrote the. He didn't really write the franchise for Michael Myers to continue to be the main antagonist. It was supposed to be like an anthology type thing, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, I think after two, that's why three is the way it is. Okay. Um. So I do appreciate. Uh. uh was a uh, uh, David. Uh, David, David Gordon, Gordon Green. Green. Yeah. Um. How he still paid homage in his in his own way to those two films that he. Essentially, you know, removed uh, from his universe, Can- canon or, his or whatever. Yeah, canon. yeah, yeah. So I appreciated that, and I like the film. You know, is it? You know, I I like films that you know are unconventional. This was definitely that in terms of like a Halloween film. This was something that most of us, and then you just said it. A lot of people were expecting a lot more Myers. I was too. You didn't get that, but it didn't take away from the film for me, really. Okay. It didn't. I can still, you know, say that I enjoyed it overall. Enjoyed it more than kills. Seven out of ten for sure. Seven out of ten. Looking uh, forward to f- possibly, uh, you know, like I said, watching it again yeah. this weekend. Uh, out of five for the recommendation. Oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna give it a five. Go, you go, go to five. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Go uh, see that, man. It's 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 the quintessential fucking thing to do during Halloween season. They, they, it's a good movies. time to watch something like that. I feel it's like just what if you haven't seen the first two, uh, Halloween and Halloween Kills, I would say now is a perfect time to perfect binge time. all three mm-hmm. um, on Peacock, I believe. I, I know Kills is on HBO Max. Okay. Halloween 2018, I think is on the FX app. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. I mean, if you can binge it, binge yeah. it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but there uh, are, the, all of all of those films are scattered. They own Yeah, okay. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, For sure. If I'm going to give it a rating out of 10, yeah, I'm probably going to give it like a 6 out of 10, maybe even a 6.5. Like, I mean, I already said all my gripes about the movie. One really good thing about it, yeah, though, is like? the way it was directed. I felt like the way, like this is probably the best directed out of all three of them. Not the mm. best written, not the best acted. Okay. Uh, but in terms of the actual direction, cinematography, like it just, and I just watched it from the crib. I didn't even watch it in IMAX, mm-hmm. but it just felt like, like, oh, it felt like a director who's really going at this. Like, like he, he knows what the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I could really felt that, I really feel that, um, 
and it just looked beautiful to me. It, like I yeah, thought it looked it was, really, really, yeah, like really looked, well put together. Looked really um, good in IMAX too. I believe it. I believe it. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I would good. give it a six out of ten. I would, I'm, even though I gave it such a low score, I probably give it like a, a three out of five recommendation. Like you mm. should actually see this. It's it's not. An but out- you would more so recommend people watch the other ones first, and then I kind of recommend. But you also don't necessarily. So my girlfriend didn't watch it with me because she didn't see the first two. Mm-hmm. But they show like a little previously. Yeah. In the beginning of the film, yeah. so you could watch this, but I haven't seen the other ones. Sure. If you have just a passing knowledge about Michael Myers, you can watch this movie. Um, I do feel like you won't enjoy it if you don't watch the other two. Um, so I probably would recommend watching all three if you could. But in a general sense, if you you like the first one, um, if you like the second one, like Halloween, Halloween Kills, I'd mm-hmm. watch Halloween Ends. It's it's not a bad movie, and like even if you haven't seen the other ones, it's a good time to watch a movie like that yeah. like you know it's, it's tis the season mm-hmm. as tis say. the season for sure i was so locked in and ready for this film to come out i had seen the other two kills in 2018 in theaters again prior to seeing uh halloween ends on thursday mm. so, okay uh, it was it was it was uh, uh i was already did i'm, they, I'm already well versed in in the film the films anyways yeah. but you know i was i was more prepared did they do like a, a movie marathon? You just watch at the crib and then went to go. The marathons, they would you you could just even now like remember we talked about a few episodes ago about how the uh, uh, studios are putting old titles back in theaters. Yeah, you know, it may be like a soft release. They may blow it up like they did Avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but just you know putting titles that we've seen before uh, back in theaters, and it was just the perfect time, I guess, for um for a uh, fucking uh, Blumhouse and Universal to put them back in. Of course, okay. why not? And why the fuck not? <laughs> why the fuck not? Real yeah. quick, you want to you want to give um give your ranking of the Halloween movies? Yeah, sure. Um, now I'm now I'm going to go through all. I'm out of. I'm gonna have to go through all of them. But I'll give my favorite ones, how including many, the retcon ones. And I was gonna say, how many of them is it? A lot. I think it was. I think it's eighteen altogether. Eighteen movies. So you have Halloween one, 1978. Halloween two, 81. Halloween 3 is 83, I think. Uh, Halloween 4 and 5 are from 85 and 88 or something like that. Uh, 4 and 5 are definitely in the 80s. Halloween 6 is from the 90s. Um, it took, it was, it's a little gap in there. So after Halloween 5, there is a gap between that and 6. After 6, you have H2O. After H2O, you have Resurrection. Then you have Rob Zombie's. Do you have all three of these? So how many is that? Is that 18? Uh, so I think so. It's close. Let me see. Five. Seven. It's got to be 18. Right? No, it's 13. It's 13. Just 13 altogether? Yeah, just 13. Yeah, because you got the... the. Why was I saying 18. I don't know. You just added five movies to these right, movies. It felt sure like did. eighteen movies. Right. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> no lie. All right, uh, all right, yeah. So, so give us, give us the top, the top Halloween you film. M- yeah, you might, you might as well just give a top ten because I think we know the bottom three. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, so, of course, nineteen seventy eight is unmatched. Number so one. You can't you can't beat the original? Number one is number one. After Halloween nineteen seventy eight, I'm giving it to Halloween twenty eighteen. Wow. Okay. Number two. Okay, uh, after, which number two? You also said twenty eighteen might have the best score. Mm, you did say that. I did say that. You did say that. And I did re- recently re-listen to that score, and it was that shit bangs. That sh- man, shout out John and uh, Cody Carpenter. Shout out John um, and Cody. 
But yeah, Halloween 2018 would be number two. Number two. After that, I would probably give it to Halloween 2 from okay. 81. I actually liked that film. It was spooky. It was very, you know, very much like a sequel to 78. They just didn't really like the... The reason why they retconned it is because they didn't see the them trying to make... Lori and Michael related. It wasn't. They didn't okay. feel it was really necessary. Which uh, that always confused me because yeah. I guess I watched. I must have watched a Halloween before how the that Halloween twenty eighteen. Right. So every time I watch the movies, I'm like, wait, aren't they brother and sister? Are they brother and sister? Yeah, and it's like, oh mm-hmm. no, they're not. Uh, so Halloween two, after that, um, Halloween four. There was a. Uh, this is whenever he was stalking uh, his niece, which okay. was, which would have been Jamie Lee Curtis's his daughter. Daughter. Okay. Um, Halloween four. After Halloween 4, um, H2O. Really? Yeah. Okay. After, despite despite your one big gripe. Despite my one big gripe, <laughs> H2O is in there. Um, then I would put... Actually, let me switch that. Okay. Before H2O. Um, no, nah, H2O can stay there. After H2O, I would give it to Ends, Kills, Halloween 5, which wow. started to get... Now, now we're starting now to get to clunkers. Get to the, yeah. That's number... Eight Halloween, Halloween five. Halloween five. Um, after Halloween five, um, Rob Zombies for 07. So that's nine. After that, I would give Halloween six. Halloween six. Okay, now you at ten. Um, so then the last three is between Halloween two, Halloween Resurrection, and Jesus Christ. Did you already say Halloween six? Yeah, just yeah. Oh, you just said Halloween six. Uh-huh. Oh, and uh, season Halloween three, you haven't named yet. Oh shit! Actually, that needs to go up up closer to the top. I totally forgot about that one. See, okay, you're getting, I'm thinking Myers. Okay, and yeah, that ain't in there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Halloween three season of the witch would be for sure up higher. I would um, I don't know. You would put it after Halloween. I would put. Would you put it before this this most recent series? No, I think I still like the most recent series. So more this than is that. like number. Eight. Mm. I'll do it this ends and then Halloween three and then Halloween kills. I like kill. I like uh, season of the witch more than kills. More than I kills. Like ends okay. more than both of those. Okay. Um. All right. But the bottom ones, you already know those. Yeah, we already like, know those. We don't. We don't got it. Last three was uh, <laughs> Halloween six, zombie and resurrection. Yeah. 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 Damn. And, and it's crazy because, like I said, I didn't hate Rob Zombie's first one. Like I didn't really necessarily like it that much either. But I didn't hate it. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Oh. What what really kills me and what killed a lot of people is him making um, Michael Myers like this trailer trash ass like nigga who has like a fucked up family. That's not how it was. Michael just snapped and went in there and started stabbing his sister. His had, parents weren't no fucking hillbilly ass motherfuckers. So, I mean, yeah, pretty much what it sounds like, bro. And I'm not to cut you off, but pretty Go much ahead. what it sounds like. You want they need to protect the mystique. Of Michael Myers, I agree. Ooh. You know what I mean? There he is, yeah, baby yeah. Dean, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, they need to protect the mystique of it. Like, you don't need to know why, the, how the fuck he got here, why he's doing man. this. It's more scary if you don't. Know. If you don't know, yeah, if you have no idea why the fuck he's doing it. I don't think they really delved too much into it in the most recent series. Exactly, not really. But um, yeah, it he just, just it, he just one day something snapped and bro, he went up there and got to hacking up his sister, and after that. Started stalking Lori for fucking 40 plus years. Yeah. (laughs) 
If he wasn't stalking Laurie, he was stalking his fucking niece. Yeah. Or Dr. Yeah. Loomis or somebody. Somebody. Somebody, somebody was always getting stalked. He was, he somebody was, was getting stalked. Mm-hmm. And that's what actually was so effective about the first one, bro, is, is just this random nigga who Laurie Strode just kind of got caught in the crosshairs. He's like, oh. Mm. Hmm. That's what makes it like. That's what it, makes I mean, it, 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 once again, the mystique of it, of yeah. it all. All yeah. of them, all her and her friends, they all just kind of got caught up. And he was fixated on finding her ass for the next 40 plays. <laughs> but yeah, that, that worked would, out. That would, be my, that would be my ranking of the Halloween the, film the franchise. The definitive ranking. Um, it's likely, it's, it's always going to change at some point. But the ones at the very top ain't ever changing. Okay. <laughs> you can guarantee, guarantee that. Okay. That's hurt. All right, all right, all right. It's good, good talk. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to finally hear that. Oh, I'm yeah, not gonna watch sure. even half of them movies, but good to hear. He is not going to watch a goddamn thing of all those, but he'll go back to watch the movies that we were talking about prior to Halloween, which was Smile. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, for sure. Uh, speaking of movies that niggas watch, mm-hmm. gotta talk about. Um, I guess since I just brought it up, brought it up a little earlier, Amsterdam. Oh man, let's do it. I enjoyed did- it. You enjoyed it? I enjoyed it a lot. I, I didn't I didn't enjoy it that much. Why, man? What happened? It I wanted to enjoy it bad. I felt like the the general plot was kinda interesting. I think my biggest issue was um I don't like halfway through the movie I didn't quite understand what it was gonna be about. It seemed like okay, they might kind of touch on you know, this obvious black man being accused of murdering a white person. Like mm-hmm. I thought that was like a pretty obvious plot point that kind of kept getting alluded to but not that much um and then some of the writing was weird it felt like there was a lot left on the cutting room floor mm. it felt like there's like a whole like 30 or 40 minutes of this movie that just we did not that get we to didn't see. even get to see yeah mm. and then okay. when you kind of get to the end when you find out who's pulling all this shit all the strings if, yeah it felt a little weird like it there was a scene in the movie that kind of makes it make sense sort of but then there's other shit in the movie that kind of doesn't make it make sense. Mm. What I did love, love, love about the movie, and say, you know, once again, we had a conversation about John, um, John David Washington. Um, what I loved though about the movie was the chemistry between the three leads. Mm. I think, I think there I needs to be, yeah, I think there needs to be another movie with those three that's like actually like, like that's good. good, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. Like I felt like this movie, if Spike Lee directed this movie, people would be talking about like this is one of the greatest movies of all time. Huh, um, okay. Because I mean, just. So I'm in a film theory class, so we kind of get into a lot of this type of shit. But uh, okay. one thing that I learned in this class is um, in watching some of these movies that will talk directly about certain things or certain, they'll bring up certain things that happen in certain times mm-hmm. with certain races. Um, and usually these movies that we're watching in class are from those particular races. So we watch like Minari, Black Klansman, stuff like that. Stuff that actually deals with yeah. black people doing this or Asian American or Asian doing this. Uh, when you have a... a white person directing or writing and directing a film like this and you're kind of talking about how women are kind of perceived uh how black people are kind of perceived even how veterans are kind of perceived at Mm -hmm. this time and you're trying to juggle all these things and you're not really you don't really relate to any of these on a personal level outside of like maybe what you've witnessed what you've witnessed what you've read like you've never actually had the experience yeah actual experience i don't you you don't necessarily, you're not able to tell the story in the most organic or even the best possible way. So certain things that feels like... Almost just feels like you telling it from, uh, from you just speculating how it, things Exactly. Work. You know what I mean? So yeah, like when I you kind of got to, and once again, spoiler yeah. alert, but when you get to the, um, the end and it's kind of like, oh, this is a, like pre, a precursor almost to like Nazism. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't, 
you don't really it doesn't hit as hard. You know what I mean? Like well, same thing with the Halloween ends. It didn't feel earned. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? Like it didn't that ending didn't necessarily feel earned. Um, I did appreciate the characters and like the journey they went through though, because mm-hmm. like I said, the three leads, the, their chemistry and like how they approached the roles yep. was amazing. Um, I think they all killed it. Uh, Say so once again what you went to about John David Washington. That's probably his best role to date, like his best acting job to date. I um, I, I agree. Yeah, like he he absolutely <laughs> he absolutely murdered it. Um, but I I just felt like a lot of it wasn't wasn't earned. I didn't, and a lot of it was left on a cutting room floor. I'm pretty sure it's probably like twenty or thirty minutes more of this movie that if we would have got to see it, it would have been like, oh, okay, like this is all, like this is a perfect movie, borderline. Mm. You know what I mean? So it felt felt unfinished. It, it felt a little unfinished, and there was certain part maybe because I was in the IMAX. Um, uh-huh. Maybe because I watched it in the IMAX. Same. The audio levels was like a little weird. Like certain times, I was like, it almost sounds like y'all recorded this. Like three months after the move, like right or a month before mm-hmm. the movie's going to come out, and I was like, "Oh, we gotta throw this line in here. Like, come to the studio and record this real quick." Like, just just certain shit just didn't sound right to me. To where I'm like, "Okay, y'all probably had a slightly different movie, cut out some scenes." So y'all was like, "Let's add this line in, so it kind of makes more sense later on." Gotcha. Um, what about you? What you you said you liked What's it? Your, hold on. What oh, my rating? Yeah. Ah, out of man, 10 out, of out of ten out of five, I'd probably give it. <sighs> I probably give it a, another six out of ten. That's that's fair if you ain't really like it. Yeah, and that's an IMAX six out of ten. So that's I'd probably IMAX like it even less if, if I was. IMAX. Yeah, <laughs> probably like I it even that. less if I watch it at the crib. Uh, recommendation probably do two, two okay. out of five. That's fair. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how badly y'all need to see this movie. Um, if yeah. if if you, uh, off the strength of of the the three main. Actors alone, you should watch this movie. And that's that's Margot Robbie and Christian Bale. Yeah, Margot Robbie and uh, Christian Bale. David Washington. Yeah, yeah. Christian Bale is also didn't he co-write it? I don't know. I hope not. Don't take credit for that. No, I think (laughs) so. So check it out because you know um, I'm gonna fact check that. Yeah, but uh, keep going. Yeah, I mean, but I, I I think. It's one of those like if you can if you catch it on streaming or if it's like on TV, I guess watch it. Um, it's kind of an entertaining enough movie, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go jumping through hoops to watch this motherfucker. It's not, it's not, it's not as as good as the hype kind of gave it. Um, because the box office numbers, man, we'll we'll moment. get into that after we get your little review, because ooh, goodness gracious. But anywho, um, niggas do not give no damn about. What the fuck some critics got to say if it's good or bad. I'm going to go see that shit for myself and watch it. 100%. But I was luckily able to see Amsterdam before it before its global release. Yeah. You saw um, it with the Q&A, IMAX. right? Yeah. And okay. honestly, it kind of gave me a different appreciation for the film because, okay. you know, the actors were, you know, giving you more insight to how certain scenes were shot. Like mm. uh, Margot Robbie uh, gave like a super duper interesting, uh, like, fact about the film that you wouldn't have even known until someone told you, obviously. Uh, but um, uh, the hotel scene, the yeah. Waldorf, where they are when they're at the Waldorf Astoria in the film, yeah, that shot on the Queen Mary in Long Beach. The whole scene, really, all of it, all mm. in the Queen Mary. But the whole film is shot in in, in L.A. Really, whole film on sets are they on sets? Okay, okay, they created, yeah, yeah, built, yeah. Um, like I said, Queen Mary, you know, but it's all here. That's interesting. They created all of that shit here. And they, because they shot it all during the pandemic, most of it at least. They did, yeah, they did. Um, and, you know, of course, like did some reshots afterwards, but 
Um, oh, boy, they, did they. Gave, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I think that definitely for sure um, gave me a little bit more appreciation leading up to actually getting to the film because I'm like, oh, wow, that would have never known that y'all shot this on a on the Queen Mary on a boat and made the inside of this boat look like, like the inside like a of, of, a, of a like a fucking grand ass Waldorf mm. um, hotel. So it was pretty cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, Christian Bill, I think he said it in the live Q&A that um, whenever David was was writing the script, like he wrote some of it too. I don't know if he was credited. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. But um, you know, many times Christian Bell brought up the fact that you know that he, he's had he had a lot of input in the like the actual like dialogue mm. going on in the film. Okay. Um, and you know, and other things that they shared about each other. You know, when they were filming it and all that stuff. But I I enjoyed it, man. Like I was I was you know in IMAX like you just said. So that always enhances the film for you. Uh, yeah, for I mean, me. uh, I, if I could see every film in IMAX, I will old or new. Um, that's why I'm really, really liking the idea of studios re-releasing films and remat the remastered versions on top yeah, of that. Yeah, they, they need to keep um, doing that. So people can see them again. And if they start, you know, releasing the bigger ones like they did with Avatar and they'll put it in IMAX, I'm going to see it. Yeah. Um, but no, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed John David Washington, like you just said, like the three leads, like did a fantastic job, had great on-screen chemistry. Amazing Didn't expect chemistry. all three of those. Three people, these three very like they have their own individual acting styles and you know how they're able to you know bring everything together in this film i thought make it was, match, yeah. was great um, say, on top uh, of everyone else you know uh rami malik was great i thought he was yeah no he's pretty good <laughs> he's pretty good um uh, he's and a villain again because he wasn't was, he a villain yeah. in uh, no time to die he was he's yeah. good at playing a villain he's good at that he was um, he wasn't a villain in the little things but he wasn't necessarily a hero and he, in that he's movie. and uh, depending on how you look at it in Bohemian Rhapsody, oh wow, he could be looked at as the villain in, in certain points of the film by how him playing Freddie Mercury, just like his him his, him getting in the way of everything, yeah, like getting in the way of of himself essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so just depending on how you look at that, yeah, you know, he ain't obviously ain't the villain, but anywho, um, but Ian Taylor Joy was great, amazing. Uh, <laughs> the fuck was taylor swift really doing in the film she was I, I, three minutes a lot of people was cooking um <laughs> a lot of people was cooking jd saying that taylor swift outacted him in that scene i was like i don't know if y'all watched that movie did we watch the same movie yeah i was like taylor swift ah uh, no yeah yeah taylor you, you're great at music um may, hopefully Whoa. hopefully you can get a i mean look she sold a hell of a hey, lot of albums you know what i mean I, she's not our demographic but you gotta assume she's pretty decent she at music she's very good at what she uh, hopefully she gets a better role in future i won't necessarily say quit don't quit your day job don't but, quit uh, your day job you don't need to you're taylor yeah, swift you don't necessarily need to be out here <laughs> acting hopefully you can get something a little you bit literally better. probably got the role because it's like oh okay who let's put another big name motherfucker in this I, film. I feel like that was taylor that was a swift. lot of what What's kind of going on? A lot of it. You can fucking tell because it's funny. Segway, not not to completely segue, but Margot Robbie's literally going to be in a similar film at the end of this year. So it was just like fucking Babylon. Yeah, you know, I watched a trailer for it before the movie. I was like, Am I not about to watch this? Am I not about to watch this? Her in this type of film? But that's another another conversation for another day for another episode. But anyway, I enjoyed it overall. Um, I I get a lot of your points. um, You know, as far as like. The reveal, it not really feeling earned, and it leading to all of this, these other world events that happen, you know, Nazism and you know all of that yeah. stuff. But, you know how America was pretty much complicit to all of the stuff. I mean, yeah, that, it, the movie did begin saying a lot of this stuff actually happened. Actually so. happened. Yeah. Um. How'd you before? How'd you feel about De Niro though? 
I mean, I thought De Niro was cool. He wasn't bad. Uh, the, the thing about De Niro, he's like, always I, going to be Robert De Niro. You know what I'm saying? Like he's it, and he's always going to be good. That's like, true. He's, he's not. He's never gonna. I don't think I've ever seen a bad Robert De Niro role. I agree. Might have seen Robert De Niro in a bad movie, but it's not because of him. But it's not because of him. Yeah, it's not I because agree. of him. Um, I agree. I thought he was great in the role that he played. Like he was perfect for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Zoe Zaldana, we didn't bring her yeah, up. Yeah, I was going to bring I was going to yeah, bring up she Zoe was she was really Rock. good in her role as well. You yeah. know what I mean? Um I just the overall movie I didn't necessarily enjoy. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, this cast How you feel could, about Chris Rock's performance? It was cool. Yeah, it wasn't solid. bad at all. Like it makes it, sense cuz he was, you know, in Fargo, the most recent season of Fargo Yeah, was it was of, it was a really similar role to mm-hmm. that. Obviously not exactly the same, exact, but exactly. but similar enough to where it's like, you know, it was good. I wasn't I liked it. Um, I just once again wish this cast was in a better movie, in a better film. Yeah. You just really didn't like the film overall, and just that's understandable. Overall. Yeah, just yeah. overall. I, think I enjoyed it. Much it. I, better. I, I followed it for the. You know, I, I don't. There, I didn't leave the film wondering like, huh, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, I, you know, I was pretty satisfied with the ending. Um, satisfied with the performances. Uh, satisfied with you know the, the more technical things, the film, cinematography, and music and score. I mean, um, all of those things. Um. And of course, like I said, you know, the live Q and A that we had prior to the film for sure gave me a little bit more than like the average moviegoer who just went to see it on a fucking random day of the week. Yeah, which like literally me. <laughs> yeah, just get, getting to hear the cast. Yeah, the actually director, talk about it. Know, talk shit. about the film yeah. gave you a little bit more like to look forward to, uh, for sure. So I think that also you know has helped is going to help my score of the film. Okay, uh, out of ten, um, I think I gave it like. Um, I'm trying to remember how I rate because I just like we all do. I'll rate the film like a few days after I see it. Yeah, and I'll even like put it on IG or on Letterbox or something like that, um, or I'll tweet it or whatever. I think I gave this a seven. Really? Yeah, I think it was a seven. I don't know if I gave it an eight. Okay, might have been not. an eight, but it was definitely probably around a seven eight ish. Okay. Um, and if I recommend it, I've recommended it to people, so you know. Four out of five. Four? I, I agree with you a hundred percent, though. It's not one of those films that you need to go see in theaters. No, I don't you think. Do not. You know. Yeah. Um. But if you catch it on streaming, but watch you catch it. it on streaming, watch it. See it on, you know, uh, fucking, and when it makes it, I saw someone say on <laughs> niggas on Twitter, ruthless. It's like eventually Amsterdam is gonna be one of those films that you, whenever you're flying, it's gonna be one of. Oh, that's gonna be the one. Oh, wow. One of free movies. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'm like, sheesh. Boy, I could see it. <laughs> I could see it. But I mean, yeah, I, I 100% get it, bro, because niggas clearly didn't go see it <laughs> in theaters. Niggas, niggas did not. I actually got the numbers right here yeah, in front of me, bro. It was like an $80 million uh, budget. Was it something like that? Bro, it was, let me see, budget. Budget 80 mil? Budget was budget was 80 mil. Budget was 80 mil. Um. Box office, what you at? What we sitting at? Twenty mil or some shit like that? Wow, you're a kind nigga. Eighteen mil. Oh, I gave him an extra two. Extra two that them niggas ain't even that don't they don't have. So, you it's pretty much safe to say that this this bombed the box office, huh? Yeah. Is this our first box office bomb on our show? Is it? I don't. I can't remember every other film we've brought up in in the past fifteen episodes. Um, new or old didn't bomb. I don't think. Well, mm. uh, maybe, but if we're like the ones that we're actually going in depth, like giving yeah, some true I, review, I think I think this is the first real box, box office bomb for sure. Yeah, it, Sheesh. 
It's tough. Why, what, and can you can you tell me or what was like the general consensus? Why did it underperform? I mean, so the the issue kind of is with a movie like that. It's like clearly Oscar bait. Yes. Um, a lot of people aren't really big into Oscar bait promotion wise. So I mean, obviously, with me and you, because we participate in a lot of film stuff on like, um, you know, any social media. Stuff like this is almost always in our purview. We might see trailers for it a lot, mm-hmm. just in terms of like the ads that we're getting. But um, I don't. I remember when I went to go see it. I talked to somebody before the movie, and I was talking to them, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm about to go see this movie with Christian Bale, John David Washington, Margot Robbie, Robert De Niro, and Chris Rock." And they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" They're like, "I think I saw a trailer for it, and did not describe the movie that I was getting ready to go see." So I was like, "Yeah." So I don't. I don't think it, they did a lot of promotion. Part of the issue, though, is the director isn't well liked. Yeah, that he. Too. Yeah, there was even outside of the the most recent recent controversy. There is stuff from prior. From yeah, yeah, him being known as like a really tough director on his actors and like, mm. uh, film cast and stuff. Like he scrapped with George Clooney back in ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, he scrapped with yeah. George Clooney back in ninety nine. Um, so yeah, he's known to be a tough director. Um, so I think it's a lot of things. Um. Also, I mean, in a general sense, that's not the type of movie that that's like people are jumping up and down to go see these days, mm-hmm. unless it's like exceptionally good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I, I think, I think they just kind of shit you the bed they, a little yeah, bit. You think, so, you, so you think they overshot? For sure I think they one. overshot like a motherfucker. I think they thought they were like, okay, everybody's gonna go see this because of all this stuff. I mean, all, yeah, it's a reason that all these like, list motherfuckers in here, bro. Like Taylor <laughs> Swift and Zoe Zaldana don't have major roles in a film, but they were in a lot of the marketing. Um, and like the, the, I mean, it's, it's a plethora of reasons, bro, but I, I think it's going to show Hollywood that these type of movies, if you're going to make them, just sell it to Netflix. Netflix will put it out in theaters for a week. Everybody can watch it at the crib and then they'll forget about it. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say like, you know, I mean, this is kind of a forgettable movie, but I, I just, I just think there needs to be some type of a, like the same way. Smile got had those really good test screenings and it was like okay let's put it in theaters. Mm-hmm. I think um, the studio, which I believe is Twentieth Century, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think it's Twentieth Century. New um, yeah, New Regency Twentieth Century, which mm-hmm. is owned by Disney, should have put this shit straight on um, like Hulu or whatever. Do you um, think this was a, a Hulu film? Yeah, I think they would have got more views. More views. I mean, it's a lot of bad press. I can see that because I feel like. I feel the total opposite about some. I've said it on this show before. Like, Prey was one of the best films that came out this that year. That should have came out in theaters. That should have been an IMAX release. Yeah, I would have saw that in IMAX for <laughs> sure, for sure. But anyway. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, like I said, it could have been any number of reasons. Um, and when I've, I feel bad because I really do feel like, like you know, not to keep talking about JD, but I really do feel like yeah. this is a really good performance out of him. And they wasted, like, a really good performance out of it. Like, I hope this doesn't give people less confidence to try to give him more roles like this. Mm-hmm. And they honestly wasted a, a, a really well put together, like, three main leads. Yeah. I mean, Margot Robbie was is was was really good. I'll no, she was really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was really good. And Christian Bell, other three, was probably the best. Let's be honest. Christian Bell's probably the best of the three, but I really feel like. Um, I mean, it was kind of. It was, story was more so about him. Centered around yeah, him, yeah he was essentially have, the main yeah. character. Yeah, but I feel like they they should try to find a way to put those three in a film together again. Um, 
I could see them in like a crime drama. Or I was gonna say yeah, some type of crime drama. Um, not to say having these motherfuckers run from a crime, like maybe mm-hmm. they're even solving something, or you know, maybe they they're the criminals, and like the whole movie about them plotting to, to yeah. do some type. Margot of Margot Robbie's a good criminal. And yeah, <laughs> all three of them are, to be quite honest. Uh, John David Washington hasn't flexed those muscles much, but there's a couple movies where he played a criminal. So I I think I think they can get another great movie out of this guy, or they can get one great movie out of this guy. I can see that. Um, and they should attempt to. They should attempt to. Just don't don't put David O. Russell in charge of this motherfucker. Yeah, that shit should. I agree with you, man. I, I didn't really even think about it. You know, from you know, I'm glad that you you shared your insight because this could have for sure been a straight to Hulu film. Oh yeah, without question, probably would have done way better. And so you know, it's, <laughs> so you know, it's interesting. I said earlier, Spike Lee should have directed. And I think it would have been better mm. if Spike Lee would have directed and wrote this movie. It would have gone straight to some streaming service. It wouldn't have gone to theaters, which is crazy. And I think it would have been a, a significantly better movie. But it would have gone straight to streaming services. It was going straight to one of which, one of the which streamers. to me is like that in and of itself should tell you why. One, you should give black directors and creatives more like you should give them a better chance yeah and i think even though it would have probably gone straight to streaming services if you did right. put the spike lee version of this movie in theaters it would have probably done better box office but D- done better they at least would have made his budget back i agree it would have been because a lower budget but it would have made his budget back spike lee gonna put his name on it and, and he already know uh, oh there it goes there's a, a there's a demo right there that's going to, to show gonna up fuck with this show. shit yeah gonna fuck with this shit sure but man, um, but uh, speaking of niggas like Spike Lee, you know, there's another very creative nigga that we talk about a lot on this show for y'all out there that don't think we do. We talk man, about him a lot. We do. His we name do. is Donald Glover, and he has a show called Atlanta. Yeah, this is another viewer request. Another viewer uh, request. A couple of viewers actually requested yeah. this one. Uh, let's talk about this most recent season of it. Please, let's do it. Because uh, you're not caught up. Right? I didn't watch. La- I didn't watch the most recent episode, which um, would have been a crank that killer episode. Dude, that's the name of the episode. Sounds, this should already sound crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a it's a good episode. It's a good episode. Um, but uh, the episodes leading up to that, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, the the Tyler Perry kind of episode. What was the name of that one? Ring up, pull up the episode titles. Yeah, for us real I was quick. gonna say I actually don't remember the name of that one. Yeah, but that you know, it was loosely. I mean, it was kind of like you know a, 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 a spoof, a parody rather of Tyler Perry. Um, and Tyler Perry Studios. Shout out Tyler Perry, by the way. Yeah, shout out Tyler Perry. <laughs> the nigga has done quite a bit for Hollywood. Um, but it's uh, called yeah. Work Ethic, by the way. It's called Work Ethic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, hey. But anywho, uh, no, this season's been. I, I've man, look. I don't think Atlanta is one of those shows that I expect to miss. Every season that I've watched of Atlanta, I've enjoyed it, and I've enjoyed it thoroughly. You know how I feel about the last season prior to this one. Yeah. Um, first season, of course, is probably one of the... the I think it's... Uh, maybe the second season is the best season to me. I can see that. Without having seen everything yet. Mm. So far, the second season is the best season. Second probably. season. Yeah. Ooh, we'll have to come back after the end of this season. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll, we'll come, come back. back. Yeah. Um, but this season, these episodes have been... Uh, have been all been fire, bro. My favorite episode that I've watched uh, up until the most recent episode that I haven't seen yet um, might be... Uh, Actually, it might be the um. What was the episode prior to work et- work ethic? Light skinned with the aunt. <laughs> yeah. That was a funny episode. That dude. shit there was hilarious, bro. But it was hilarious because a lot of niggas know some people in their family just like her. Uh, she may not be even. She may not even be light skinned. But you all got a family member out there that 
even your mom, and sorry, and that was his. That was his aunt. That was his yeah. mom's sister. Even your mama don't want nothing to do at with all. Then don't nobody in the family want nothing. Don't to do no, with don't them. nobody want nothing to do with her. Um, and that episode was a perfect depiction of that particular relative that we all have, you know, come across in our families. Um, but no, I think the the writing has been very strong. This yeah, season. this season's the been writing great. has been phenomenal. Um, of course, the directing is always a one with Atlanta. I mean, I, that, that you know, all of these things that we're talking about right now, writing and directing are things that they're they're always going to receive a claim for because yeah. it's like, how can you not? If you've watched an episode of Atlanta and you don't think that the writing and directing are are, are stellar, like, what are you watching? Yeah, what are you? What are you? What are you? <laughs> What, what, what you did you just witness? What that did you, don't you think just that? witness? But no, the and the performances by our by our main characters, though, like you you pointed out, even this episode or even this season of Atlanta still kind of felt random in 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 a sense of how the episodes are, I guess, put together. Yeah, kind of yeah? and kind of not. Did you say so that? So I did. I did. The first season was probably the only one with where actual was, continuity yeah. per episode. It felt like every episode was kind every of building on the last. Um, from the second season onwards, it's been like kind of an overarching theme for the season, and then like every episode just builds on whatever that. Because theme I is. remember, I well, I correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Donald Glover say once upon a time that he wanted this to kind of shift more into like anthology ish kind? I of? actually don't know. No, I do know that he said for the second season. He compared it to like a season of um, Tiny Toons Adventures, where mm-hmm. it's like every episode was completely different, but they were all building towards this end thing. Okay. So it's like you can watch all the episodes kind of out of order, but at the end, it's all going to make sense. So it's, it's better to watch the whole season all For together. Sure. That makes um, sense because even the last season, not the current one, but it was a lot of one, what we call one-off episodes yes. that we were like, "How does this? Where does this pl- fit?" In the storyline. Yeah. Even though I liked all of it, I was totally sold with it. And I know you were kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah whatever. Um, but I, I guess with this season, though, you got your, it's it's more continuity. In, in it's season. a little bit more continuity, bit more. but I, I feel like the overarching theme. is still the same? Kind no, of. well, I, I, like I said, it, it kind of differs from season to season. So I feel like the sure. overarching theme for the first season was kind of like, obviously, Earn trying to manage Paperboy and how that mm-hmm. kind of looks like just what that initial what that underground kind of uh, rap scene in Atlanta looks like yeah um second season was like them them doing a little bit more but it's like okay how much how far are you willing to go for this shit uh the third season was a bit more about like race relations almost like okay when you are this high up on the on the ladder as a black person how does that look especially mm-hmm. in a place where you're not you're not the, um, I mean, we're not necessarily the majority anywhere, but you're definitely not, you're not the the, the demo of where this place is. Like, you're, mm-hmm. you're not going to see a lot of people that look or even think or act like you. Um, I think this season is kind of like, all right, kind of a bit about legacy. I feel like every episode is kind of dealt with what, what it looks like. What you can do with what you have and how you can, like, help other people or help mm. yourself. Okay. Honestly, you're, like, looking at the longevity aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like every episode kind of dealt with with something along those lines from, like, um, Paperboy and the Blue Bud thing. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. That was a good episode. To, yeah, that was a great episode. Uh, to um, Earn and, like, the whole therapy thing. And um, there was an episode when Paperboy was managing the white artists. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is hilarious. 
hilarious. Um, uh, the episode with the families kind of like show like okay, you know, you know what it looks like, kind of take care of your family, like mm-hmm. you know what that family kind of is and stuff. Um, and then of course the uh, the Tyler Perry parody. As funny as it was, I did kind of bring up a lot of good points of like, all right, when you kind of are this deep into it, what does if a lot of like how Van was kind of like, you know, this I don't really fuck with this shit. This like I don't really relate to this shit. And he was like, well, you're a light skinned black woman that's a single mother that's trying to make ends meet, and your love interest is a dark skinned black dude, and she's like, this is essentially all the shit I've always been writing. What do you mean? what do you mean you don't fuck with it? And she's like, well, even though this is my life, I don't really fuck with it. Like, mm-hmm. it is kind of an interesting sort of, it is kind of an interesting juxtaposition of like, okay, when you do get that far and people do stop fucking with you, do you continue? Do you like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Do you draw back? Do you still try to do shit? Do you try to to appease what everybody's saying or do you just keep kind of pushing on doing what you want to okay. do? Um, and like, you know, what does it look like when... Uh, some people say that that's kind of a detriment to what you're doing because, like, yeah, the lady was eating, like, the crack sandwich. Uh, they had, like, a lot of Jesus shit that was, like... Christ. a lot of <laughs> bro, A lot of shit that was off the wall, but if you think about it in a general sense, it's like, you know what? People do fuck with this, and, like, he had those big studios. Like, that's a big thing people say about Tyler Perry. It's like, oh, you did all this shit, but, I mean... We'll talk about it in later episodes, but like the first Black Panther was filmed on those Tyler Perry Studios. Mm-hmm. A lot of big movies are filmed on those Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta. Um, nine times out of ten, when you hear some shits filmed in Atlanta, it's probably on the Tyler Perry Studios. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, like I said, I think this one's about this season's kind of about longevity, legacy, which makes sense for the final it's, season yeah, of a show like this. Absolutely, um, oh, that's, a, that's a great point. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you know, long-winded way of saying, I think this season. It's not as random, I feel like, as the last season or even the mm-hmm. second season. It's a bit more continuity. Right. Just because I, I kind of picked up on those themes earlier in the season. Um, so. What we had now is five episodes in? Five or six. Yeah. Yeah. So it's usually, what, it's eight to ten episodes? I think it's ten every season. Ten, ten every season. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're closing in on the end. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes, man. For sure. So, I mean, it's just, it's just one of those shows, bro, that. You know, every time you go back to rewatch it, you know, you learn something new. Yeah. Um, it's 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 great for that. All the little Easter eggs that they and they place all throughout the the episodes, even the episodes that you feel to be one off episodes. There's, yeah. there's something in there that is gonna come back in a later episode. Um but uh yeah, this season, man, it's it's been very strong overall. I hate that it's actually ending. Of course, we've all said no, that, I but mean, yeah, you know, it's, 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 hey. You got to do what you got to do. These all good things are, come to an end. Everything, all good things come to an end. And all four of them motherfuckers are busy. Booked and busy. Busy than a motherfucker. So, you know, that's kind of uh, what happens when you become like a super successful show. People want more, but shit, your careers are going to continue uh, to evolve. I mean, it's one of the few shows where like, like you have an Oscar nominee mm-hmm. in it. I mean, you got somebody that's been in... Uh, you got a few, three people that's been in like film, like major franchises. Major franchises. Um, Zazie's uh, gonna be in like uh, what's what she got coming up next? I know she's in Joker too. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, she's probably got some other shit coming. Joker too went from the went from freaking you know the Marvel or Deadpool. That's Marvel, right? Yeah, yeah. They both did because don't forget, Paperboy was in Joker one. That's right. Anyone too? Yeah, he's in. I don't know if he's gonna be in Joker two. Probably is. I mean, at this point, Mm, this is true. Or Brian Tyree Henry. Brian Tyree yeah, Henry. Yeah, yes. Did you uh, have you that episode of uh, of uh, of Abbott Elementary 
when they were talking about Shirley Ralph's character, uh, 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 um, 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 getting all of the names. Oh of yeah, she was like. Um, Michael J. Fox, man, that black boy doing great or whatever. Uh, and she was talking about Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan and uh, Brian Austin Green, but she meant yeah, Brian, Brian Tyree Henry. <laughs> Abbott Elementary is something great else, show, bro. something great show. else. But no, Atlanta, man, it's it's been um, it's been performing well too. Um, I um, one thing I love about the show, I've all, one thing I've always loved about the show is the commentary we, we get on 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 Twitter. Oh, oh man, bro. golly, it's gold. I love it, but I don't. Why, bro? I, I mean, I love it when it's like, when well, it's like, like the, the not not all of the not niggas think pieces it today. Yeah, I was gonna say when it's not think pieces. Yeah, I'm like, when it's man. just niggas just cracking jokes and just yeah. watching it in real time, live tweeting, that, and they that just I getting their shit off. Yeah. like I do all of the time. Yeah, that's been one of my favorite things uh, that just I experience enjoy. with think the show. pieces. I do not all of the think pieces. There's maybe one or two that I'll that I'll that I'll you know indulge in. You know, learn a little bit. You know, maybe learn <laughs> if niggas ain't just saying something that I already know. Niggas ain't just chatting. Cause, yeah, because some niggas will get into you know, some. Some niggas will literally think piece everything to death, but they're not presenting any new information. This is shit that we all know. Like you're just putting it in into words and putting it in, you know, uh, into a fucking ten ten tweet thread or whatever. So <laughs> nine tweets too many. Right, exactly. One is enough. But anywho, no, the show—that's one thing I've loved the most about the show. I hate that it is coming to an end, but all things must good. All good things must come to an end. So, um, but I will get caught up on Atlanta as usual, and then after the season ends, I'll watch the whole series from start to finish at yeah, some point. I'll do that. That's just how. That's that. It's one of those shows, bro. Um, if you had to give um, out of the episodes that you've watched, um, and we've seen all of our main characters. What is your favorite episode uh, uh, of the of the episodes that we've watched? Which Damn, like the one that you like the most? I've already light, said mine would be uh, was light skinned. Light skinned. Yeah, that's, that's my mine might be the most recent one, low key. Okay, well, most most recent one's actually a really good episode. Really, so funny. you think you think I'm gonna fuck around and change my mind? Like, yes, I I oh, can almost Jesus. guarantee it. I can almost guarantee it. Uh, if not that one though, I did like the um. I did like the one where Aaron was in therapy. I thought that was a really good one. That was a really episode. good one. Yeah. That was a good episode. Was a really, really good episode. Do you um, think he went too far with with uh getting back at uh at that white woman? Yeah, no. Yeah, he definitely went too far. Um, but I also in a sense kinda get it. Uh one thing that the episode didn't really they they kinda talked about it, but they didn't talk about it too too much is a lot of times as as black people People don't understand how microaggressions affect us. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how I, I I forget where I brought this up, but I once brought it up that um, especially during like that um, 2020 when the George Floyd shit was happening, mm. there was a point where if you were a black person, you could go to sleep, you wake up in the morning, you go like, okay, let me see what's on Twitter, and then you see, oh wow, this black person, you know, died behind some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Then you see, okay, wow, they're doing this racist shit behind this black person. Then you see some other shit, and it's like, damn. By the time you get to noon, you didn't see so much bullshit regarding people that look like you that when you go outside and do something that you're like, okay, let me just get my mind off this. And somebody says it does something to you that's kind of in line with that. Mm-hmm. And you're pissed. It's like it's on like 2 p.m. And they're like, oh, why the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Why did you? Like they think they're just doing something regular. But to you, it's like this. you're taking this shit. You want to take this shit as far as you can because you're upset. You're, mm-hmm. And they don't understand why you're upset because they haven't. They don't know. You can sit there and explain to them all the bullshit that you just witnessed. You know what I'm saying? To, yeah. to that got you to that point. Right. Um. So I understand 
like in a general sense why he did what he did as a you know because it's like she didn't understand in doing that bullshit to him how that might affect him how that might affect his family like mm-hmm. you know what i mean and yeah. like i'm I sure i'm sure if it wasn't if he wasn't so hot on edge about going to the shit in general he might have dealt with the situation slightly differently. differently i agree but at the same time it's also like you you really never know what somebody's going through in a day this is true and bro it's, you it's, have to you have yeah and especially as black people like a lot of people don't understand some of the shit that you you the little microaggressions the little like, t- those, those that, that you know micro, what i mean everybody every, bro everybody has a threshold for some people it might be like two or three microaggressions for some people it might be 10 or 12 mm-hmm. but you don't know how many they've heard or gotten to by the time they get to you and you do some shit like that mm-hmm. so for somebody to take it that far like you kind of get it now obviously it might have been a little too far you might not have need to have done all that probably she's, it's also a fictional tv show so you know what i mean right. the likelihood of somebody actually doing all that shit is maybe slim enough i don't know but at the same time it's also like the realness was him going through all that bullshit and her doing that and thinking it was just okay like it was just another day for her when mm-hmm. for him it's like that's some shit he's never gonna forget for the rest of his life. For the rest of you know his life, I mean? yeah. If it's gonna yeah. follow him, so he had to do something to fucking even the score. Yeah, I'm all about getting even. Hey, look, I, I'm I'm I've moved on from the whole like I'm turning the other cheek. Fuck that. Fuck I'm that, to me getting bro. even. All, all reactions. Some, yeah. All, period. You do some <laughs> shit to me, like you said that. You might just be going about like, you know, it's it's just another day at the office for you. It's just business as usual for you. But for me, it's not that. Yeah, And exactly. like you said, it's something that I'm going to think about for the rest of my life. Or exactly. I'm going to think about for, for quite a while. Like, yeah. Go to fucking therapy. And this Bruh. is something that's coming up in therapy. So I'm going to get even. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean? especially if you have the means to do especially it. Especially if you have the means to do and it. And that's the big thing about that episode. Like a lot of black people go through some shit like that. And they don't have the means they to get even. They don't have the means to get even. They, they, have to, have they have to just, you know, fucking pull themselves up by their bootstraps, you know, yeah, s- swallow it and get over it. Thug it out, you know what uh, I mean, yeah. and hope the next day. But but the other thing about that, too, is the threshold does become lower when stuff like that happens. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if it was six microaggressions yesterday, you went through all that bullshit, you decided to pull yourself by the bootstraps and, like, you know, I'm going to eat this. Mm. Tomorrow it might be five microaggressions. It might be five, bro. It might be three. Might Shit, be three. it might Niggas be might one. Cut half, right? <laughs> 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 might be one. It might be zero. Like, but but the thing know. is, like, that that's just something that we go through. This um, is true. There's black people. This is this is very true. But Atlanta's really good for, you know, they they the writers, creator, um, the directors, everybody, the, everybody involved with the show. Um, but especially the creators, you know, they're really good for being able to take real life black experiences, those experiences that you wouldn't even think it is going to make its way to a television show and be yeah. like acted out. Like yeah. a lot of stuff we've watched in Atlanta and they've, you know, they've done it with every season. It's like, just like I was talking about with the light skinned episode. Damn. I never niggas was going to have an episode about that one family member that you can't stand. That can't you just- like, so that the series is really, um, you know, really strong when they, when they really take those real life experiences. And even though, you know, <laughs> we don't find them funny when that shit is happening to us in real of time. Of course not. But when we see them goofy niggas acting it out, it's like, this yeah. shit here is hilarious. But at the same time, it's like, damn, this shit real too because I didn't have to deal with a motherfucker at the airport who was who was stalling me yeah. on some bullshit. Like, we all had to deal with those those people who don't look like us literally getting in the way of us doing something. Yeah, just something and regular And something too. regular. Just something That's regular it. too. You know so, what I'm saying? 
show was great for that. Shout out the creators. Shout out Donald Glover. You know, um, niggas will be watching this show for years to come. So yes. you definitely have something like you were talking about leaving a legacy. Very well, one of these shows that um, years from now we will revisit and talk about. You know, its brilliance as we already are. Yeah. So. While it's live on there like, um, While it's live Giving it its flowers While it's live As you should But uh, someone else That needs flowers You wanna talk about um, Someone who might have to Come and fucking save <laughs> Ooh, That boy um, put his cape on We talked about it briefly we've Before talk, but we talked about it briefly Someone well, Big we homie give, uh, We have to give him His flowers When this man, is on <laughs> Big homie Dewey Dwayne The Rock Johnson Dwayne The Rock Johnson Putting his cape on And saving these motherfuckers uh, Or will he Or will so, he So I told you uh, before we got on air that I got my ticket to go see it. Mm-hmm. This is the, Black Adam we're talking yeah, about. Black Adam, yeah, Black Adam, Black Adam. Yeah, I got my ticket to go see it in IMAX. Mm-hmm. Um, of course. Opening night, essentially. Like the night before opening night. night before, but like, of yeah, well, opening night, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, be honest, bro. It's real low ticket sales. It's pretty, pretty empty theater. But here's what I'll also say I looked it up because I. I got my tickets early, thinking, like, I need to get this shit early. Shit's going to sell out. And mm. one of the homies wanted to go, so I ended up looking at the seats. And I was like, damn, that's a lot of fucking seats here. Looked it up, bro. The Rock does, like, double box office, usually overseas. He's, like, a huge box office draw overseas. If you look at the movie, it's opening internationally a little bit in some places before it's opening. Uh, in the States? Yeah. Okay. So, like, like some places in South America... Uh, I know France is getting a little earlier um, before it opens, in uh, like a day earlier um, before it opens out here. Um, so yeah, the, the, I think the dom- domestic box office might not be great, but the worldwide box office is about to be. I think the domestic box office will still do. do it'll, it'll still do. It'll still do decent. But I, all right, so if it does say one fifty in the first like couple weeks, couple weekends or whatever, it'll do like three hundred, four hundred overseas. No question. Mm. Like, he, he almost always does double. I was um, actually about to ask, like, you got any projections, but you just yeah, gave it to Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Sh- I think first weekend it'll probably hit, like, 100 mil. You know what I mean? That's fair. Um, yeah. I think, though... Um, is that, do, you, do you think that's... Is that on par for a DC film? It might be a little bit better okay. than a DC film. Um, they don't do super well in the box office. I think the best has been... I probably have to look it up, but you know, we'll look it up another day. Uh, <laughs> I think Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad, might have been the best. Got it. If not that, maybe Batman versus Superman. Um, typically, though, they don't do super well. Oh, uh, but actually, no, Aquaman hit a billion. Oh, okay. Yeah, mostly worldwide, but Aquaman hit a billion. Um, so yeah, they they the movies are kind of up and down, but I think with the Rock at the helm, um, they they're definitely going to be. St- they're going to be steered in the right direction. I know the current head of DC is leaving after um, Black Adam opens. That's like the last oh. movie's kind of overseeing. So like okay. after that, yeah, after that, they're going to, you know, with the whole Warner of course. Discovery merger, they're looking for somebody new to head it up. Uh, I've seen rumors that James Gunn might, ah, they're trying to. I actually just read that earlier. Yeah, they're trying to give him the, uh, the max to do it. He's already said publicly he doesn't necessarily want to do it, um, but he's fine kind of doing a... Um, He's fine kind of doing, like, movies to kind of help build that foundation. I know for a little bit, Black Adam was in talks to actually be in the sequel to Suicide Squad. The whole, yeah, the plot of the movie is going to kind of revolve around them getting Black Adam or fighting Black Adam. Mm -hmm. Um, But they obviously moved away from that. Um, The Rock has said 
that he doesn't necessarily want to be in charge of it, but he's fine being a consultant for like where they move. Um, the way he's talking about Black Adam and like what's he what he sees for the future of this franchise. He's, I mean, from the moment he got on the movie, he was like, the, the hierarchy's going to change. We're going to try to do something different. We're going to try to steer this in the right direction. Um, and I think they're going to kind of use him as like the beacon. Almost the same way Marvel used Tony, um, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey, yeah. As like the kind of anchor of the series initially. Mm-hmm. They're going to kind of try to use Black Adam, I think, as an anchor of the series um, or the franchise moving forward. Okay. Which... It isn't a bad idea. There's definitely ways to do it. I've yeah, read some sounds. some yeah, I've read some stuff about Black Adam in the comics that there's definitely a lot of different ways you can play this to make it work. Um But yeah, I mean they they bro put his cape on, he about to save these motherfuckers. Uh he might take them out the hole. Uh they need it. They need some help right now. Boy, do they. Boy, do they. Because these niggas are I don't know what's happening on over here. Man. <laughs> it's it's tough though. It's tough. I mean, they 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 tried to come up when Marvel was coming up. They weren't necessarily doing good movies, so they're always known as like kind of like the ugly step headed, uh, the ugly stepchild or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was tough, and like now that they're trying to get into it at a time where the superhero craze is not necessarily dying down, but people the fatigue is definitely being felt. Um, it's it's it is going to be an uphill battle, but it's very possible with the Rock, like uh, kind of as your anchor. A lot of people are going to go see movies with The Rock. Um, he looks believable as a superhero, even a supervillain. This is true. Um, so they they could kind of make it work. They could kind of make it work. But it, it will be it will be an uphill battle. It will be an uphill battle. I don't even know. For this movie to break even, <laughs> it might have to hit a billion. Because you said the the budget is, what, $400 million? Did you say something like that? Or, I'd or, am, I, or am I under? Uh-huh. I mean, I mean, I would think the budgets typically these budgets are usually around two hundred million. Oh, okay, I'm over. Um, but you know, you got to also throw in marketing. The budgets True. never, the official budgets never uh, account for marketing. Um, I, I, I would say it's probably closer to to three hundred fifty mil, four hundred mil, because for the Rock to promote a movie, you got to pay him like a million dollars, and then this isn't even counting the fact that this shit has been in development. Really, since two thousand seven, but like officially, officially, yeah, officially, decades. officially in uh, development since like twenty fourteen. Okay, so really, so, the budget is probably technically closer to like four hundred, five hundred mil. So fifteen um, years ago was whenever it was it, the, like the idea of creating this film first even kind of came to. Yeah, so the way it, the way it initially started, so they seven. they. Around the time when Iron Man was kind of coming out, or like they looked so like they was wait. trying to build that, they were like, "Okay, we want The Rock to kind of be a part of this." This is like before he was really like that box office draw, mm-hmm. and they said either Shazam, Black Adam. He kind of took a poll and decided, you know, Black Adam's the character he wants to play, and then they just spent years and years and years developing it. Um, being honest, I don't think there's any time this film could have came out prior to like, really maybe prior to like 2018 or so. I don't think there was really. Um, there was definitely a market for the film, but I don't think it would have necessarily worked. I don't think the uh, I don't know if they would have been able to get the right script. I don't know if The Rock even would have had like the acting chops and the confidence to kind of mm-hmm. do this, which is crazy to say because it's The Rock. Because it's The Rock, but right? I don't think he would have necessarily like him kind of coming into his own as an actor. I think really works for this film now, um, and also the effects. I don't know if the effects would have been super duper great. Mm. Um, and on top of that, Black Adam coming out around the time them other DC movies came out wouldn't have boded well for it because it would have been associated with those other things. Yeah. Um so yeah, now now you kind of have now you have a movie that 
has this chance to be really good and you're building up hype for like him fighting like Henry Cavill or Superman or whoever plays Superman because mm-hmm. um, that's obviously the direction they want to go in so it could work could work I he's an anti-hero right he's not a superhero right he's an anti-hero he started out as a villain um they kind of turned him into an anti-hero within the last couple of decades in the comics mm. um kind of low-key-ish yeah yeah started out as, as a villain yeah and then worked his way into an anti-hero um yeah obviously really not comparing similar. the two in, like that yeah yeah, yeah of course totally of course characters. but but it's definitely similar a similar trajectory mm-hmm. in terms of how we got there um or got here um so i like, bro, once again, it could work, but it could also go horribly wrong. It could go terribly wrong. but it could we could go we, horribly wrong. We look, we locked in. We're going to be there. Uh, I mean, I just said I got my you ticket. You already got I'm, your I'm ticket. going to be in um, that bitch. I'll be there this weekend to uh, to see it, man, and to hopefully help uh, fucking uh, keep this, this ship af- afloat because, man, look, Warner Discovery, you know, we love a lot of Warner Brothers shit. Warner Brothers is one of the most fucking, like, iconic Film studio, highest grossing uh, film studio, uh, studio ever. Um, so seeing them, whatever the shit, it's the, the the restructuring and the merger and the the, the box office bombing of some films, and you, you hate to see it. So hopefully, Black Adam will be able to you know to salvage uh, <laughs> whatever uh, they have left going on over there and able to give them the the push that they need, you know, for future future films. I, Especially I DC, like because DC films, you know, I haven't seen every single DC film. I've seen more DC extended universe films, you know, like yes. the one-offs, you know, the Joker and Batman, Batman, Dark Knight, and all that stuff. Those I've go to the theater to see those. Yeah, but I also like darker, more R-rated stuff. And yeah, those films gave me exactly that. I don't even I, except for the Dark Knights and stuff. I don't think they were R-rated. They no, just, they was close. It was close. I mean, the Batman and Dark Knight is pretty close to R, yeah. about as close to R-rated as you can literally get. It's true. Um. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, the uh, one with Bobby Patterson and, yeah. and Zoe Kravitz, yeah, for sure. Um, but um, definitely looking forward to it, man. I mean, I've, you know, learning more about Black Adam, you know, the, everything that led up to where we are with Black Adam, of course. I don't know much about Black Adam in the DC, uh, you know, universe as far as, like, his, 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 his like, origin story. I don't know much about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I can say is, you know, the, the little that I've learned about it over the past, you know, you know, several weeks of, you know, kind of leading up to this point of where we are now. Um, it's good to see that um, the vision that they had for The Rock all these years ago has come to fruition now. And hopefully, hopefully they, they've, they you know, fucking uh, put all their all the eggs that they've put in one basket with The Rock. It pays off. Yeah. Hopefully. I, yeah, it <laughs> better pay off. It better. I think it will. Like you just said, you pointed out a great a great point. Even if it doesn't do as good in, domestically, it will do great It'll worldwide. It'll do crazy worldwide. For sure. This um, is the rock. Yeah, it's, it's the motherfucking rock. This is the fucking rock. Yeah. So, and nah. we're going to see. We will um, fucking see. We will. I think, speaking of motherfuckers, uh, or we will see, Tom Cruise is about to be the first actor in space what? to film a movie. <laughs> Tom Cruise is... What's Tom Cruise now? What did, did we did we didn't we look up his age like like four or five episodes? Yeah, ago? that nigga like fifty, almost sixty. He's almost sixty, right? Yeah, he's about to go. To, he's actually going to space. He's, this is gonna be the first movie shot on location in space. Oh, Tom Cruise is a fucking madman, and I'm locked Bruh. in. I'm going. Oh, to I can't see wait it. to see this motherfucker. <laughs> I cannot wait to I go see this motherfucker. I am going to see this in all of the. As, 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 I want the biggest IMAX screen you can fucking possibly oh, put man. it on. 
I want them to put it on two IMAX screens. <laughs> just knock down a wall between two IMAX theaters. Right. And then just connect both the fucking screens, bro. You know what, bro? Speaking of that, uh, before we get back to Tommy, uh, is the TCL Hollywood, is the Chinese theater have the biggest IMAX screen? In the world, probably. That's like the biggest IMAX That's screen I've seen. That's the biggest one I've it's ever gotta seen, It's got to be the bro. biggest one in, in uh, California. At least probably the U.S. I don't think there's a bigger IMAX screen. That's a big That's screen, That's like a 100-foot screen, bro. There's no bad seats in the whole theater. There's no bad seats in the whole theater. Like I, you I could sit right in that. the free, uh, front, and like that's probably the best seat because you looking at the motherfucker like you running with the motherfuckers mm-hmm. and shit. But that 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 might be the biggest screen. Like, I'd be surprised if there's, a, if there's a bigger screen in the world. I need to go to it. I need to, I need to be front I need center, to go to it. For sure. But yeah, Tom Cruise, Space. Let's Tom get Cruise into it. in space, bro. Uh, so you're going from Top Gun to top to, to what? Top space? Top, <laughs> top astronaut? I guess so. <laughs> I mean, so there's obviously no details on the plot. Sure. Um, definitely yet. no trailer because I haven't shot it yet. No, nothing. Right. But apparently the movie is about some big space mission that only Tom Cruise can do. He's like some down on his luck something. This guy and, is absolutely nuts. Bruh, and he's the only nigga that can do this mission, so he's going to go to space and do this fucking mission. Uh, I guess a majority of the movie is going to take place on Earth, them figuring out the mission, and then the climax is going to take place in space. Literally um, in space. Literally Fucking in space. Fucking a Tom Cruise. Literally All in the space. right moves. Tom Cruise. Bro. I mean, this guy went from risky business to this. From risky business to fucking going to space. Bruh. So, I mean, I'm, I'm you know, and I'm locked from, in. Not, not to even mention, our, we've, we've talked about it however many times on this on on this show. But Top Gun Maverick is still in theaters, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, still in theaters. And that's another move where they was legit in the planes shooting it. Mm-hmm. Like, they was legit flying in the planes. Like, all the actors had to that's learn a little bit. That's all the training bit. that they had to go yeah, through. Yeah, they had to learn a little bit of directing and shit because they had to work the cameras when they were on the planes and shit. Like, so this nigga's going to actual space, bro. It's just going to be crazy. Fucking nuts. I mean, I look, I can't wait for the movie. I'm if anybody can do it, it, Tom Cruise can do it. If anybody can do it, if anybody can is going to do it, Tom Cruise is the yeah, only nigga. He's the only one going to be the doing only it. Only right. <laughs> nigga. Actually, I think the Rock. I can see might, the Rock, bro. Yeah, the Rock might do it, but I think the Rock's also looking at like the movies he's gonna do, and he's like, as long as Tom Cruise is going to space, there's no reason for me to do it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's cool being the only nigga to ever do it. You don't have to be the second nigga to do it. I agree. That's not some shit I want to be the second nigga to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I say that now and then. You're going to see me 10 years from now. Yeah, I got a movie in space, y'all. <laughs> Tom uh, Cruise in space, man. That's, but uh, you, you, said the, you said the title of the film isn't out yet? I don't... I don't. I think it's called Spacewalk, maybe. Mmm. That's a... I think that, that sounds... That sounds right, right? When I was looking yeah, at it. Yeah, let, let me see... Let me see if I can... I want to see Universal movie, hopefully. Oh, okay. So, you know, I guess he out of bed with Paramount. He done already cashed him out. Them niggas can't afford him again. <laughs> 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 yeah, the, the movie doesn't have a title, uh, but um, I'm super excited, bro. I'm oh man, that, this sounds like this sounds like it's gonna be some epic shit here, bro. And it's gonna for be in sure. theaters for like two years, of course. <laughs> um, speaking of space, though, um, what would you? What do you? What is your um, favorite um, space film? You got a favorite space film? My favorite space film, like film about space, not including Star Wars. You can't include okay, okay, the Star yeah, Wars franchise. Star Wars. Damn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Give us something that's actually like about space. Not yeah. Niggas up there doing whatever the fuck they doing. Yeah, I liked um, Moon. You ever seen Moon with Sam Rockwell? He was Sounds like, 
He was like, um, if I remember the plot correctly. I thought you were going to say Moonfall. I was about to say Knife Cut the Fucking. No, it's no, over. sir. No, sir. Even uh, even though, have you watched that film since I recommended it? I haven't. I haven't. Okay. I've, been, I've wanted to, and every time Still I see that runtime, every time I see that like it's, two and a half hour runtime, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Or it's, it's, I think it's just two hours and some change, but I'm always like, ah, I, I, need to, I need to really carve some time out for this. It's a trip, but anyway, keep yeah, going. Yeah. Um, but no, Moon, he plays, uh, Sam Rocco plays like this dude working on like a moon base and he's getting ready to go home. Come to find that he's actually like a clone because like his replacement clone comes up at a certain point because they die after a certain. Ooh. Yeah, they die after a certain point. So his replacement comes a little early. So he kind of learns he's a clone and like the whole movie's like them two, like, again, not necessarily working together, but they're just on the station and like, you know, one clone's watching the other one die. Like, it's pretty trippy. It's pretty dope. Uh, I like that one. I guess Men in Black counts. First Men in Black. It is. That yeah. is about actually about. Yeah, so I, I yeah. probably put those two. Yeah. Those, are, those are my two. What about you? Interstellar. Interstellar's a good one. Uh, that's my probably the my favorite film about space. Great like, score, too. Great score. Was it Hans Zimmer? Of course. Uh... Interstellar. I really like Gravity with Sandy Bullock too. Oh, that was a good one. That was actually a really I good. I really one. liked Gravity. I like Sandy Bullock, so yeah. Shout out to um, Sandy. But for sure, Interstellar is without a doubt probably my. I, I own it. If if it's a film that I really like and I buy it, that's the I one hope it's good. Sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hope as long as a bitch too. That's about the only thing. It was like two, oh, damn near three hours. Than a motherfucker. It's a little bit over over two and a half hours. A motherfucker. You know they sold that corn. They actually made corn farms and everything. Grew it themselves and then sold it, made a profit. Oh shit! Yeah, wow. I need Chris Nolan don't play, bro. That, that, that nigga sad. might blow up a real nuclear bomb for Oppenheimer. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. That's it. Sounds very much like Chris Nolan, but uh, yeah, Interstellar would be my for sure. Would be the top okay. one. Gravity would probably be two. I'm sure there's another one in there that I'm missing. I know there's another one. There's another I know ten I'm in there missing. I'm easily yeah, missing. I know I'm missing a bunch. Um, but Interstellar was it's no question about it. That movie is tr- I like trippy ass all over the place movies sometimes. The movies that don't really make a whole lot of sense, but they make a lot of sense at the same time. Yeah. Which is a lot of Chris Nolan films. It's but um, movie. that's kind of his thing. But um yeah, for sure. Interstellar. And right. looking forward to Tom. Hey, Tom Cruise's space movie Tom might space, fuck around. Bro. Yeah, that might be number one. Might fuck around because uh, when you get to that part, it's like, oh, this is really space. This is really space. Nigga is really up there with a camera, with a camera crew. Man. Like, what's happening here, dog? That shit's insane. What, did we have we ever talked about like how did you feel about uh about Don't Look Up? Did we, not on this. Not on the pod, huh? Yeah, but we did probably you, did in spaces. Did you care about that? No. Didn't you like didn't, it that you didn't much. Didn't care about it. I didn't like it that much. Nah, kind of. I I was um, I guess similar feelings to uh, Amsterdam, where I was like, this is a great cast mm. wasted on a kind of whatever movie. I get on a subpart, yeah, yeah. I get why the movie existed, but um, I I don't know. Adam McKay has a really certain directing style this that I, I like when he does it in like the Vice type of way, in the Big Short type of way. Um, mm. Don't look up. I, I wasn't. I don't know. I wasn't man, sold on. You, you not looking up to that not movie look, no more, <laughs> man, or ever, or, or ever for sure. Um, yeah. But speaking of space, I think we are out of space for this episode. You we got anything else you want? Nah. Uh, well, outside of you know, y'all know where to find me. Absolutely. Um, Poppy Cashley on Twitter, mm-hmm. Deanie Bus on IG. Deanie Bus. There it is. Uh, and of course, you know where to find the pod. Always. Um, the NW Pod on Twitter. Twitter. 
and on, on TikTok. IG, on IG and TikTok, ain't it the same? I, nah, I, TikTok is like, and I mean, IG is a nw.pod. Nw.pod. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, all the links are always in the bio. If yeah, I got any of these come wrong. on, it's right there. Yeah, um, just click on it. What about you? Right where can they find you, bro? Y'all know where to find me. Y'all already know where to find me. I ain't already no know names. where to find this motherfucking nigga. Yeah, you know I mean, it's right there. I'm on your. I'm on your screen. I'm a goddamn on your timeline. Probably later on this evening. There it but, is. But uh, yeah, we appreciate y'all tapping in as always. Episode 16 of niggas watching. Niggas mm-hmm. have watched, and niggas are out. Knife, take us out. Whoop.